0: and welcome to Elite Card Mike, just, Podcast. Just, sorry, Alex before, interrupts before we, every we go any further, just, I just want to make sure that we're not going to forget the electmanters.
1: I think it's important that we have that feature. It's a feature. It's a feature of the show. It's a feature. I agree.
0: I'm Mike. I'm Alex. I'm Kurt. Say hello, Nick. Yay, oh, she- he's not here! Wrong, wrong. Wrong point of the show. It's
2: all out of order. It's all gone wrong. I'm sorry. We're just going to pack up and start again at episode one. Yes. Can anyone remember Correct. the page from that week? No. Oh, that, that's what we'll have to do for episode 100. Just replay <laughs> that, episode one. Is that
1: three years it's ago different. or is it four years ago? I'm not sure. Four years ago. Uh, oh, I four I can, years ago. I think I can check for you. Uh, it's because my, my my youngest wasn't one at the time. I'm sure she's five in January. Well, it's before
0: I went to China, wasn't it? Okay, episode Only one. Only Nixon could go to China. Episode Sorry. one is the 8th of September, 2011. There you go. Four years yeah, ago. So it was just before I went to China, yeah. I
1: didn't. You actually went to China, did you? It was all done with mirrors and effects and um, a studio set in, Mex- in um, Kansas or whatever it was.
0: Yeah, Texas. That's it. That's
2: it. Um, so, uh, new models then. New models. I, 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 I hate to drag us through the oh. rigmarole of this every single time, but you know. Okay, first up we have Scorn's Xtoller Advocate has been previewed.
1: Looks the same as the other ones.
2: Uh, yeah, except it's got a slightly different staff. And it's got a pointy stick, yes. Yeah, it's got a pointy stick with some sort of soulstone thing at the end, possibly, maybe. I don't know. Um... <laughs> It's another Scorn model someone's going to be able to show off with. Can uh, you tell
1: Nulliver's pre Preschool. Yep. Except for Alec, used to. I used to. I used to. He owns models that's not quite the same. No, I could definitely play a game or two with them.
2: A game or two? Wow. So your entire uh, annual uh, playtime then. Pretty okay, no so. much, no <laughs> much. Oh, you uh, so trolley. No. <laughs> I, I, I do hate to say it, but it, it is another Scorn model. It, yeah. Yeah. It uh, I, I, it's uninspiring as they go, but I think it kind of fits what it needs to, and that's really all you can say. Suitably Asian with a Persian feel as well. Yeah, right. It's fine. I think that, that's really all we can say. Um, we have uh, a preview of the Legends of Halak. Oh, yes. Uh, they want, too
0: look very scorny.
2: We've got uh, Valgesh with his two swords.
0: Oh, uh, that Valgesh.
2: Siddhar, with his spear halberd thing. And, um... One I want to call Judith. Um, ah. I it's Judith, but it, it just looks like Judith.
1: <laughs> um, yes. Oh, Cider. Uh, no. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Valgash,
2: Cider, and Judith.
1: Um, Here shall they be named from now on.
2: <laughs> um... Who has, for some reason, a, a sort of sandstorm cloak thing on and two maces? Um, I, I do feel again that this, this this just you know, tab A slot B scorn design. Yep. They they are nicely sculpted. They'll they'll stand out as characters, but they are just standard scorn design.
1: I think if you like scorn, you probably like them. Because, but you say yes. that about trolls. Mm-hmm. And I love trolls, so you know it's kind
0: of. Well, yeah, I you think... say that, but a lot of trolls there are different. They're different aspects yeah, to trolls. You
2: got one like, holding
0: too. a pig, or there's one with a
2: barrel, or you know they'll have a you know a completely different helmet. They've they've got that sort of ragtag patchwork feel to them. Um,
1: Fugitive fleet, yeah.
2: But scorn are kind of oh, it's the same red armor plate with black cloth underneath. It's the same kind of weapons. It's
0: yeah, I mean, even I mean, he's probably the one faction that is that everything in the faction is pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, there is no real. I mean, we're kind of. I suppose, as the most militaristic-ish
2: of the races, um, even one. I mean, you look
0: at the War Machine factions like Kador and, and Signar that are just a military faction, and even there, you know, you've got the the different. There's
1: a lot of domestic signal. I mean, you have got the yeah. lightning troops, which all look tend to be the same in terms of knights, but and yeah. you've got you've got the trencher-oriented stuff. That, again, that's two different groups for a start, and then you've got all the other kind of different permutations and.
2: Well, then you have got the sword knights, the gun mages, the rangers. The, everything has got that sort of. It looks like it all belongs to a faction, but it's all very differently purposed and yeah. you know, it, and it's got its own individual style. Cadele, you've got you know straight from the Winter Guard to. The man of wars, and it's kind of different throughout. Scorn is just Scorn. Scorn, yeah. You know, so. The casters look different, but only just. There's a reason why one of them is known as lanterns. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, so. Uh, I'm not saying it's, it's uninspired design, I'm saying you know, if, if it's meant to fit that image as a sort of military culture, it's working. It's just, for me, it doesn't really do much.
0: No. But is that potentially one of the reasons, maybe, why? I mean, I don't know, kind of. The worldwide sort of figures—I don't know if anyone's ever done any kind of survey of all the players or anything even close. But you know, I'd, I'd probably say Scorn are one of the least represented factions by players. Do you think that could be a contributing factor to that, or are we getting too too deep into the conversation?
2: I think that one—I think that one might be a, a slightly too deep into. It. I mean, obviously there is there is always the draw of um, seeing something exciting on the tabletop and wanting to play
1: it. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> Oh,
2: sorry. Uh, well, th- that's why I first picked up Kador, because I, I saw uh, a juggernaut. Had had
1: tracks and went, I'm not playing that. No.
2: Uh, I saw a juggernaut and uh, a destroyer and thought, wow, they look cool. I want to play this game. Um, how wrong I was. Um, no, they do look cool. Yeah, they do. I mean, that was the, sort of the old, really hunched over, kind of dangerous looking versions. They've... Oh, the Kador Gap versions. Yeah, yeah. They've they've, uh, they've grown up a bit since then, Well, yeah. they tend to spend more time falling over. What ever did happen to the Kador Gap? Too much green stuff. Too much green stuff. Stuff. Yes. Uh, but anyway, there, there, there's some more score models.
0: We digress. yes Should uh, we talk about the rules?
2: Do, rules? do we have to? No.
0: Good.
2: I mean, this is this is just the section where we normally talk about models. Uh, if you want to talk yeah. about rules, feel free. Um, but in that doesn't time. mean I have to get the iPad from over there. You can talk about the rules in your own time. Not See? on
1: your watch. <laughs> <laughs> You've been told now. I don't know what the rules are. Scorn.
0: <laughs> Probably not uh, very good if you to believe the hype. Don't believe that.
2: Uh, I. Uh, we should have to ask John one of these days. Um, up next we have the Bloodweaver Night
1: Witch. No, not a Quicks model. No, no, circle. Doesn't sound like a Quicks model. Doesn't. look... Oh, hang on wait. Um, it
2: like a... Could possibly be one, but the uh, the mask and horns kind of give it away a bit. Um, yeah, this this looks interesting, and it looks sort of, you know, it, It's definitely got that Blood Weaver feel to it. That sort of. Yep. Um, yeah, to go along with all those stab you um, in
0: the face kind of look.
2: Yes, especially with the uh, the bloodstained bone knife.
0: Yeah. It's uh, not um, the type of lady you want to take home to your mother and father. No. Unless you're into that.
2: Um, okay.
0: <laughs> with your <laughs> like mother you know. and father?
2: Whatever. Um, yes, this, this, this looks like a nice piece of sculpting. Um, okay, again, I mean,
0: it's similar. I mean, obviously, circle is very different, but they, this this just looks like a a, a Blood Weaver, um looks like the rest of the unit slightly different think, yeah it it's got
2: a more sort of heroic statue to it i
0: think yeah yeah um in that well, it it's
2: clearly got the sort of the the, the bigger weapons and it's got more detail to it um, but it does fit in with the other Blood Weavers. Yeah, I. Um, if you like that aesthetic, you'll like yeah, it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think you see. I, I really like it. I think it, they're a cool kind of concept, and I like the farn, the fawn women Okay, don't, cool. Don't, blood, blood trackers, the, Blood Weavers. Yeah, you do see Blood Weavers on the table that often. And you look at the rules and go, why? Yeah, I think they work with certain casters. I mean, I don't think anyone here is is a top end player, but I think there's certain casters they work with. But I don't think they're viewed as kind of a. A, a top unit. There are other other choices in in circle um, that are, are better. Oh yeah, yeah, no, Well no oh, I say better in inverted commas.
2: Uh, they, they are more appropriate to the current meta.
0: Yes, yes. So they're the and, most
2: diplomatic way of
0: putting it. Yeah. yeah. Should we skip the uh, the next one on the on the site and go to the, the the one after because that is kind of relevant to the last one being another circle unit? Uh yes, we could do. Yes, that
2: that makes sense. Yeah, the dirt wolves. Uh, we finally have the Death Wolves. (laughs) I've got to say, I actually really like these models. I
0: think
1: they're been well received, Alex. I haven't really been
0: aware. I think the the, the models are quite nice, but I think again, kind of looking at rules, they are viewed as potentially sub-prime. Yes.
2: Maybe a little overpriced or underpowered, one of the two. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I I think that if you're going to pick something as a painter, these give you a, a nice... Ground to shaft I means that there's, there's like a good mixture of textures and interesting mm. things you can
1: paint on them and they're quite different with to each other and thematic at the same time.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean if I had one critique about them, I think probably their the the shoulder fur is a little on the, the large side. Um, it looks like they're rocking uh, 80s shoulder pads under their fur. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, uh skull, caleb and tala. So yeah. they're led by lager?
0: Led by lager. Yeah.
2: So, no, I, th- I think that they, they are actually very nice. Um, well, to be fair, if you going to say that the, the shoulder pads are overdone, uh, the, what do you say about the one with the antlers on his head, skull? So that, no, I think the is, antlers are
0: yeah. kind of look all right. They're thematic, certainly, but they,
2: they, <laughs> they are um, well, they're about half the height of him again.
0: Yeah, but then again, like a great start, I, didn't I don't know what they're, they're called, but antlers are pretty, pretty large. No, that's true. That's true. He's taken them. I'll tell you how old the stag is. One,
2: fair enough. two, three, four, five. Six-year-old stag. You realise the antlers come off each season, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, but they, every year they grow with the horn. Again, points. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. So count the um, points, count the, uh, the years old. Well, the next one we have um, is... Are we going to go back up one? Yes. Okay, and then the skip, one one, skip one again because... never no, 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 no. Anyway. Yes,
2: yeah. No, I know, I know what you're talking about. I'll,
0: I'll, yes, I'll, so I'll, next I'll, on. one is strike. Shrike. Yes, it is.
2: Um, it was um, a jack that I, uh, uh, I think, as soon as the rules were seen, he was kind of slightly maligned by um, Crick's players. Um, but it's one of the new weird chicken jacks. Um, chicken jack. With a slightly weird pointy nose.
1: Um so that makes the squeaky noise? Is that so that makes the noise? Do you think?
0: Yeah. Like in... Uh Jurassic Park, when you've got the uh, section from the Velociraptor School, oh, is it lost world. Don't, don't,
1: don't, I, I think it I think it does look a bit like a Skeksis as well. It looks a bit like a Skeksis as well, doesn't it? Oh what? A centipede? Yes, actually, it does
2: look like one of the Skeksis.
1: Skeksis is weird kind of Skeksis. I know they're not as big, but it's just kind of the weird kind of useless wings, looking at wings <laughs> and pointy yeah, nose. Now that I've seen
2: it, I can't believe it. Thank you. Yes,
0: you're welcome. What, what, what is this from? Have you ever seen Dark the Crystal.
2: Dark Crystal? Uh, the
0: name rings about... <sighs>
2: If you haven't, you Is need it... to show it to all your kids immediately.
0: Yes. It's, a, it's one of these 80s fantasies, isn't it? But I haven't shown to my children. I want them to sleep. <laughs> it's a Jim Henson um, puppet-based yes, I, I do know, yes. I'm aware of what you what you refer to.
2: Okay. Um, but yes, now Kurt has mentioned that I cannot unsee it. Thank you very much, Kurt.
0: You are welcome.
2: Um, but yes if you like Crick's Bone Jacks you'll like this um, I think it's you know adding something slightly different to the Bone Jack lineup. Um, like with the the one before that we've never seen either can anyone remember the name of that
0: what Stalker yep. not Stalker no um, the other flying Crick's Jack sca- Scavenger Scavenger
2: yes uh, they both added something slightly different to the lineup, and eventually someone's going to find out how they work um, yeah. the bit, bit cast like four years down the line that relies on like flying jacks or something yeah,
1: there's 26 of them for two points each oh <sighs> no theme forces no there's nothing wrong with theme forces that are uh, very balanced
2: any other thoughts on Shrike before we move on
0: uh chicken it's chicken. Thanksgiving like... Thanksgiving soon in uh, America chicken good which is not about chicken it's about turkey yeah well I know but it's foul okay excellent fair enough um, hey, next hey, up. That, that model looks foul. Oh, enough?
2: Yeah, yeah. excellent.
0: Oh dear! No, your puns it. are exceptional. I'd like to point out that I've not joined in with this. Just like I put that out there.
2: We're birds of a feather. You don't need to stick your beak in, Kurt.
1: Meanwhile, here is the music. <laughs> Um I'm refusing to join in <laughs> Four Foot One. Um four, four, I'll go with four foot one. That's a very oh, long yeah. time. Uh
2: the next one is Barathrum. Barathrum
0: Baratheon Yeah, was yes.
2: this is the Crick's character Helljack that's been I think they've been waiting on for an awfully long time.
0: Yeah. I think he's also been cast in season six of Game of Thrones, hasn't he? I think so, I had that, yeah. Quite he's probably be... J-
2: just as an extra with like one of the banquet scenes.
0: Yep, one episode. With a killed. plate of chicken. Yep. chicken. A plate of strikes. Tricks. Uh, Four and twenty strike jacks. It's got a very... A pie. It's a surreal episode, isn't it, this one? It, it like it
1: it's going to
2: be one of those ones, isn't it? Someone's gone off the deep end already. They're um,
1: oh, going back from it. Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, Barathrum's
0: pose. Very odd. Everybody don't else looking the yeah, well, no, yeah, he's, he's been. Um, I believe he was uh, photoshopped into a uh, a surfing picture. <laughs> <laughs> I've that. Yes,
1: very good, very good. And then somebody made the word in for a Beach Boy song, but we're not doing that.
0: Tam,
2: yeah,
1: he's
0: Alex,
2: well he certainly got a very uh, different look to a lot of the other Cricks Haljacks.
0: Rathin uh, going surfing, surfing around the Shard. <sighs> That's bad, That's very bad. I'm, it's so bad, it's good. I
2: have to edit this to pieces, just just to make it sound interesting.
1: Oh wait, okay, interesting. No, it'll never sound
2: professional. It might sound interesting if I apply enough time to
0: it. You apply enough delete Alex to it.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: don't joke. Um,
0: oh. I will replace. Replace the Alex with
1: white noise.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, oh. don't.
2: White noise sends me to sleep.
1: I, yeah I'm not going there uh, I've learnt about white noise today in a business context it's very strange
0: fair enough
2: um yes any other comments on Barathrum
0: um not really he's a cricks jack yeah I'm there with that um big shoulders again they're going back to the big shoulders well the 80s is in
1: I was going to say 80s well, it will be very much in with X-Men coming out
0: with 80s X-Men yeah. yeah okay the next one as well has got big shoulder pads big shoulder pads I
2: don't know what you're talking about because I- I've gone back to one we'd missed no no we're
0: moving on don't need to do that. Really?
2: Yeah. No, I, I don't know. Uh, the no, are
0: Electromancers. Hand of Judgment. It's a character, Heavy War Jack.
2: No, no, go on. Row the boat back in, Alex.
0: Okay, Electromancers. Yes. One's got a mask. Three One has got a mask. One's got a hood. They're not a character unit, are they? No. Oh, hiccuping... I don't they, they do. They do look like they could be a character unit. Don't are they, they not? Are they not a character unit? I assume they were. No. Oh. Yeah, no. Yeah, the mask is a bit weird looking. Um, it's kind of a, a departure from anything they've done so far. That specifically that mask it
1: looks almost uh, Japanese, almost or Japanese.
0: Doesn't yeah, it? I think they, the the head, the staffs are reminiscent of the um battle engine. I can't remember it what it's called now.
1: It makes me think of Appleseed.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Not The combination of the mask and the head on the top, yeah. Yeah,
2: um, yeah the, the, the top of the stuff
0: does look a little bit Brio-Rios. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say, to me, it reminds me of the um, the Battle Engine. What's the Battle Engine called?
1: Uh, uh, I own it, I can't remember. Uh, the Battle Engine, sorry, the Arcane, um, IFG was called, Arcane Force Generator. Okay. Yes, Arcantric. trick. there you go. Arcantric Force
0: Generator. Yeah, it, I, I think it looks like the, the, the Battle Engine, at the top of that. Um, I don't know if the rules are anything similar. Oh,
2: yeah. It's, uh...
0: They've got little weird kind of jetpack things on the chest as well, which look weird and jetpack-like. Well, um, it's,
2: it's, it's the first time they've really bre- uh, sort of gone out into that um, ElectroLeap unit. Type well, it's uh,
0: House VAR, isn't it? So they're, they're, that's where... Um, Housefire is where Ostrom, not Osram, Ossian is from, isn't it? Yes. And also uh Gorshade as well, I believe, with Housefire. House we know our fluff, don't we? We do, we're all over it. None For our fluff podcast we're doing pretty woeful here so far. <laughs> we are, are cutting edge. Um but yeah, so they're they're a new look new look unit. They've not seen really anything other than the Jacks and Ossian from that, that house, so which would, would explain why there's the weird mask, I guess. So um, but yeah, it's very uh, nice looking unit. I'm pretty much constantly tempted at the minute by lots of different factions, and uh, unsurprisingly the Retribution are up there for the aesthetic. Is it, is it the same host that Tyron's from, or is he from another one? Tyron, I'm not sure. I've not read any of the recent fluff.
2: I, I do have to say that with the advent of uh, War Room, it has decreased. Oh, of
0: yeah, it's just yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I haven't bought a book in quite a while, a
0: long time.
2: I I may have to apply some points eventually to um catching up on a little off I think. Yeah,
0: that's it. So. It's a good show. It's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean a good thing you can do is uh PP digital. Yes, that was actually the, the what I was
2: uh, reasoning as. Um because I, I, I hear the app is quite good. Um Yeah, there is there is something to holding an actual book in your hands though. Yes, no, absolutely. Very much. Um uh, it, yeah. it just depends on how much you really want that book. It does indeed. Especially given that we get War Room updates on the day. Ish. Or or a couple of days after. Ish. Before the model's legal for tournaments, I think is the key part of the whole equation. Uh,
0: Okay. But Um, it is. One thing to maybe mention before we move on too much further is around War Room. I don't know if you guys saw the announcement that they made um, that they are going to be shortly starting a uh, a beta test um, for War Room on Android and Apple products. Uh, So, War Room 2.0 will be coming soon. Uh, They they still need to watch out for Facebook and and Twitter for news of how to sign up.
2: Uh, If you want to have a look for it, just Google for um, War
0: Room Power Up Your Download. Um, They've not not announced the beta yet, have they? Uh,
2: Well, they've announced that a beta is coming. Um, Basically, there was an announcement that there were 500 beta test spots uh, for uh, iOS, Android, and Amazon devices. No, all three, Which is confusing because Amazon devices are Android.
1: Kind of. Yeah. Uh, no. They run the operating system but a different store,
2: aren't they? Uh, yes, they use a different store, but Kindle Fire is uh, I Android. It oh, says
1: so so Blackberry, so.
2: If we're going to be technical, they're all Unix on the underside with a Java front end. Um, so. Uh, <coughs> Yes. Uh, it looks like they're doing some very interesting things. It looks like there will be a collection builder. There will be a painting log. Uh, you'll be able to provide tags for your armies. So if you built an army and it's, you know... Um, uh, multiple small units, you could put you know, hashtag
0: MSU. And... yeah. It's almost like they've been listening to what people have been asking for. Well,
2: I, I, I would actually say that so far, they've done an awful lot of listening because if you look at the product that War Room released as, and the product that it is today, they are two vastly different entities. Yep. Um, and it, it did start, start out as a train wreck. I don't think anyone no, uh, would debate anything else. It was poor when it launched. Um because it was replacing the, 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 the venerable iBodger,
0: which yep. was a quick way to build an army. It was something that everyone loved. It wasn't broken, didn't need exactly. fixing in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of people were kinda of like, well, you know, it, you're taking something away from us that works really well and yep. replacing it with something that at the moment doesn't work really well. Got a potential, hmm. but
2: it, it took them a long time to get to the stage where it, it's still not as quick as iBodger, but what it is is you are better able to build armies now, I think, with War Room. Yeah. Because you've got the combination of a functional army building screen, certainly on a tablet. Don't know about
0: phone, but certainly on a tablet. It's more clunky. It's still functional, but it's it's a little more clunky.
2: But the combination you've got there is that you can look at the rules as you're going. Um, Because as I've heard recently someone saying... Um, you used to build stuff on iBodger and go, oh, these, these things are great, these will work together perfectly, another rule for this, another rule for this, that'll be perfect. And then you go home and you go, oh, that only applies to friendly faction. <laughs> and you've yeah. kind of got to just roll roll the entire thing back and start again with a new idea. Whereas now you can go, oh, actually, I'll just check, oh, no, it's friendly faction, and you don't even get to that point. So it has become a more functional army builder. I, I would still say that um, it needs some work, with how it does theme forces because you have to pick your level before building the force yeah. rather than choosing a caster and then, you know, when saving, it prompting you oh, by the way, this fits in with tier 3 of this. Do you wish to convert it to a theme force? Yes. I, th- I think that would be a nice check for it to do but um, I've also um, sort of done a quick roundup up of a couple of PGs and actually sent in a load of stuff that really needs to be in the reference section um, because we found I think it was at the UK National Masters. There's a whole raft of stuff that we really need in the reference section of Rule War Room that just isn't
0: there. Um, things like the timing chart. Yeah, that'd be handy. Because I think I think as well with with the rules now being free to download. Yeah. I think it's going to open a lot more stuff up into War Room as in the Western section. Yeah. There is no reason why they now can't build in somewhere just the whole rulebook as a PDF, potentially. I don't know how that would work. I don't know if you'd search by Word or just... Bring better it on tablet
1: solution. Obviously, better on tablet solution than it would be on a small phone, but yeah.
2: yeah. I think, that actually, the, the, the next logical step for that free rulebook is to begin to integrate some of the stuff that's come in rulebooks since... So that we can have that all singing, all dancing rule book, but on top of it, you would also have the rules for colossals, yeah. the rules for battle engines, the rules for. Uh, Warcaster and Warlock units, because although we've got a rulebook, it doesn't contain all the basic rules of the game anymore. And that was always the big contention for a, a, you know, a remix version. So if they can actually put that free rulebook out there with those basic rules in, I know they've already incorporated, you know, the vast majority of the errata. Yeah, Yeah, that goes a huge way to not actually having to do a version change, ever, really. Um, Obviously that's an entirely separate conversation from War Room, but, um, it's something that kind of once you've got to the stage of well you've got War Room you got a free rule book, it all starts to work together. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed, as we're seeing with more and more games. But I digress. So uh, if you're interested in the War Room beta. Uh, keep an eye out on, as they said, um, the Privateer Press, Facebook, and Twitter accounts um, and see what they say. Yes. So, uh, right, we probably move back onto the bits we missed from the new models.
0: Yeah, I think um, we've only got the Hand of Judgment and the NIS Yes. Uh, so,
2: first of all, we have the Hand of Judgment, the uh, Protectorate character, Heavy War Jack. Whose uh, Jack is this one? Uh, Fiora.
0: Fiora's.
2: Fiora, yeah. You're right, that one. Uh, it's what do you say? Kurt? It's a guardian with who's who's no, Jack his his is Barathrum by the way. Don't know some quicks person. That's uh, that's that's good. I like that. Kurt. That's that's helpful. Um, yeah,
0: i no, no. Barathrum is Terminces. Terminus. Terminus because everyone plays him with lots of jacks.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yes, all the time. Yeah. Um, so yes, hand of judgment, which is Fiora's Uh it's got an Immolator cannon. It's got a mace. And lots and lots of fiddly menoth stuff scrawled all over it.
0: I think the fiddly Menoth stuff is filigree.
2: They really can't... uh, It's not possible for P.P. to actually produce a Menoth character Jack and not do something ridiculous with all those empty spaces. They just find whatever painter is most bored and say, do whatever you like. And they just come out with these insane Ash Mitchell-worthy schemes full of spite. Um, (laughs)
0: But I was looking at quite a far zoom out, and I've zoomed in now and I can see exactly what you mean. So are they? Some of it are definitely on the mace looks sculpted, but the rest of it is that painted, or is that?
2: I, I think very much like we saw with uh, Gallant, the. Uh- the, the main armour plates will be uh, painted on. In fact, you can see if you zoom in, sort of, there's some slight irregularity amongst those arcs.
0: Yeah, but then again, that, that could be, it could be sculpted. I don't know. We'll, we'll reserve judgment. That could be quite easily achieved with um, some metallic and a wash. Um, maybe not to the level that has been achieved there, but you know, a similar effect.
2: Yes, yeah, so I'm thinking of the Ash Mitchell, all I see is spirals coming. Yeah. Yes,
0: I you the Ash Mitchell k spiral. Yeah. Oh.
2: And it really was a Kador spiral. He spiralled right out of the faction into retribution. Um, yeah, it, uh, it looks like a nice Jack. Um, it's got the traditional Menoth level of or more ridiculous stuff put on it. Um, looks big and threatening.
1: Indeed.
2: I don't think you really need anything more from a Menoth character Jack, to be honest. Not really. Not really. Any thoughts from you, Kurt? So you're our resident uh, Menite. Uh, it
1: looks nice. I like it. Um, I haven't read the rules for it yet, actually. I just sort of flicked through it. Um, I haven't been really playing Menoth a great deal so I didn't sort of, but um I like the model a lot. I haven't looked at the rules in any details of detail. he um,
0: likes it he likes it a lot
1: I do yeah uh, yeah it is It is what it should be to be honest it's exactly what it should be I know you sort of say it yeah. looks like a lot like anything else but considering, you know, considering it, I know it's not quite a character Guardian but it's an awful long it's a, it's a long way towards it and that the, it came out in the same book she did originally the Guardian came out in um, Escalation the same I quite like that parallel well
2: it's Fiora's Jack it looks like it'll set you on fire nicely easily. Oh uh, yeah. There.
0: Okay. Well, next up we have. Uh, what did you say plastic? Plastic resculpt of the yeah. Nis Swordsman and Nis archers. Um, yes. I, I believe they're going to be two separate boxes, not one box that you can build either or. Yes, um, but no, uh,
2: that, well, that's that's kind of been the the um, stated aim with all the uh, the new plastics.
0: Yeah, it does look like they're based off the same kit, though. Oh, essentially, uh, yeah. What
2: it will be is it will be um, the same torsos, but I'm guessing uh, like a quiver accessory and. Two arms for the uh, mm. the archers, and
0: I'm saying that though I'm not sure if The, two, the legs look similar. It doesn't look like good. they make you
1: bleed assembling them. I know
0: that's slightly different, but that's a bit disappointing. Let me have a look.
2: At uh, no, they are looking at the legs. They're definitely the same
0: kit. Yeah, they are. They the say the the legs the, and torso are the same. The,
2: the, the torsos. Are, I think the heads might be different as well. I think the. I think yeah, uh, I think
0: the yeah, but I think the, um, the armour on the arms of the swordsmen makes it look like they are deceptively more armoured on the upper body but they're yeah. not actually, they are bare. They've
2: basically got a couple of ones with, um, lower face masks, a couple of ones with upper face masks.
0: Yeah. I really like them. I, re- I really, like these, these two considering where they, the units were previously with the models. I, I really like them again. I don't think they are the most oh. viewed as the most high tier choices like, for. Do
2: you think at the moment that they are trying to slightly change the aesthetic of, um, Legion? Yeah. Um, uh, because if you look at the faces they they are far more sort of thin and elongated uh yeah. Less
1: they...
0: the witch from Children's Wheelies. I think personally I think they are they look like they were intended to be. Yes. I like, think the, due t- the t- restrictions t- of sculpting and the casting with the metal, I think they were restricted to how they looked.
2: I, I think they're moving far more towards uh, where the grotesques are, actually. Less of the ridiculous chin, um, but y- you can you can see that they're kind of somehow thematically linked, yeah. more than they were, anyway. Um, it, it's an interesting change. I mean, obviously, we've seen a lot of um, aesthetic changes since Mark II came in. We've seen, you know, jacks that have bulked up, others have thinned down. Um... It's glandular Fam- famously at the moment we've seen trolls have sort of really gone for the sort of the bigger muscular beasts these days um, yeah. so yeah. it it's interesting to see how the aesthetic has moved over mark two it's been very subtle and over time um but there has been a change for most factions yeah yeah I
0: think, yeah. Oh, yeah I definitely agree with that refinement perhaps I think retribution since mark two come out have changed quite a lot <laughs>
2: nice how how would you say retribution have changed <laughs>
0: Sorry, that's the, the the noise of my uh, wheel, fishing wheel, <laughs> coming in.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, we, oh, sorry, we was that? I'm um, sorry, I uh, thought you were being serious there for a second.
0: Oh serious.
1: Oh.
2: Dear. They had Mark One rules. What do you mean? They didn't have Mark One rules. That is very me, correct. For like but one gaster wasn't it? it was
0: no, problems. no, for the majority. I think pretty much the majority of the starting releases had um, had no quarter. Action rules, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, they were. I, I
2: believe somewhere at the PP site you can still get that PDF.
0: Really, oh, I, I, the last Mark time I one still there. You crazy fool, you! <laughs>
2: You can go and look at the rules and just go, "What is this?"
1: What Down at the club, we actually quite like playing Mark One. Yeah, no.
2: there will be someone out there somewhere who is still playing with Mark One rules. I guarantee it. Going, no, nope, I refuse to move it to Mark Two. It's just a cash grab.
0: <laughs> is it? How far away is Mark Three, though? That is the real question. Oh no, no. Because it was, it was, was it five years? But Is it now five years that Mark, Mark III's been out?
1: I don't think you, it's difficult to identify it necessity it at all, so...
0: Well, it's, I mean, people, I mean, coming on to a question that we were asked before, uh, that might kind of come back to uh, is Mark III on the horizon? But We'll leave it for now. We'll park that for now. I I, I don't think
2: that... Uh, well, yes. Yes, park it. We can have a discussion on that another day. I believe we already have that discussion multiple times, but I'm sure we can fit it in again. Huzzah. Okay, uh, with that all done, we can move on to some listener comments, questions,
0: comments. Really? Mm. Mm, I'm not sure this is wise.
1: Fair enough. Um, Surely if they really listened, they wouldn't have any questions or comments.
0: (laughs) Get those Um, listeners some aloe vera. Okay. Kurt,
2: give me a number between 1 and 6.
0: 734.
2: 4. Hmm, I don't
0: like that one. Wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You say three instead. Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Three.
2: Okay. Uh, Number three is actually quite an interesting one.
1: Is it? That's uh, a staggering coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Coincidence. Coincidence. Uh,
2: This was a question that was asked by um, Adam off the Twitter. Tremblay. Uh, and he was asking our thoughts on 2D terrain. Now, uh, he did specify that this would be uh, the stuff that's more commonly seen now, which is the neoprene... Is he trying to sell ma- something? ...mouse map stuff.
1: Is he trying to um, sell something?
2: I'm not saying anything.
1: No, is he um, trying to sell something? No. Good, okay.
2: just saying that there's been comments about it, and I, we All should right. discuss it.
1: I'm just validating uh-huh. the question.
2: But... Uh, Anyway, uh, he was talking about just the neoprene stuff, but I think we can include also the uh, acrylic stuff. I know that was certainly done um, as a sort of battlefield in a box type thing. How, how do we feel about 2D terrain? Um,
1: it doesn't really massively float my boat, if I'm honest. But it's quite nice for... I mean, it's nice to supplement in the sense of having an area that's nicely textured and painted to do a forest. But I still want to put trees on it in some
0: respect to... um. Yeah, I, I think... I mean, personally, for for us on this podcast, I don't think anyone is a, a high-level competitive player. And I think that a lot of people's concern... Yeah oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kurt. i played the tournament every year.
2: Kirk came in the top 60 of the Welsh Open one year. Hard, no.
0: Anyway. And he was unbeaten after the first day at an Expo Masters one year.
1: At the end of the our top top Expo Masters, I think it was at
0: the end of the first day. Yeah.
2: It was madness, madness, I tell you. And then end all of went day. Your head.
0: Nothing happened after anyway, that. Last day anyway, anyway. Yes. I don't think any of us are real high level players. Unless we're drunk. I think, Unless. I think that
2: would be that would be a fair thing to say,
0: Alex. Yes. yes. I think, yes. And I think the concern for high-level players is that the positioning of them, the minutiae positioning of their models, is very important. So if something falls off a hill, then it buggers up a, uh, a caster kill and people are left salty, more salty than normal. And oh, there's nothing wrong with that, you, you know, what people, you're in this game for what you want out of it, and if that's what people want out of it, then leave yeah. them to it. Um, so I think for, for those guys, it is, it is something that is very good, and it's very... it makes the game more precise. But yeah. I think for players such as ourselves, who are more concerned with the aesthetic of the game, um, I think maybe not so useful. I agree with Kurt, though. I think the, um, you know, a flat base for a forest with some trees on top of it that you can take off, excellent. Um, Trenches, I think they're really good. Flat, like a neoprene trench yeah. or you know card, plastic card, something like that. Something relatively unobtrusive. We've all seen the the typical trenches with big sloped sides. And
2: I, I would say here that I I come at this from something a slightly different angle. Yeah. I, I mean, I love seeing a um, a well-terrained table. There's something yeah. very nice about seeing a battle taking place on something that is, you know. Good to look at with two well-painted armies and that's fantastic yeah but at the same point where I'm living at the moment I want to have a wargaming table I do not have the space to store it so I've bought all neoprene terrain neoprene hills trenches walls forests and they're just going to be laid flat on the table on a neoprene mat and that will be the table um, so I mean there are so there are some practical concerns here um, if I could. I would have a, a lovely, nicely designed table with all the sort of odds and ends, um, which is great for the home. I would say, however, that in a tournament environment, yeah. the, at, this, at this point, at some of the terrain needs to be um, flattened out a little, because uh, certainly hills at big tournaments have always been a massive contention. Um, and it has made some of the top tables look a bit odd, because uh, I know at least one of the um, contenders for top spots... Who will turn up to tables, get a piece of paper out, draw around the hill that the that has been left on the table, take the hill away, and just leave the piece of paper with the word hill? Really on the table? Yep. I'm not going to name names, but there is there is a, a, a player who has won some very big tournaments who does that very regularly.
1: Um, okay, I've never seen that. Wow.
2: Yeah. So, um, I, it's 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 an interesting area. Um, and I think they both have their place, is, is the answer yeah. to that one. I think a mix of both is good. Yeah. So, go I with what's most appropriate for the moment. What if, you're you play, mean, if you're what playing a game of an evening, like, around your mate's house, then you air chuck on some, you know, some weird scenery and go, uh, yeah, that's roughly the rule, so that's fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, for, from. You have to look at durability as well for like a club, something like that, you know. And um, if I mean, at our club we've got a box full of trees on bases and a box full of roughly kind of overly shapes um, for tree bases. And, you know, if those trees were stuck on those bases, they'd just be destroyed. I mean, some of the trees now are looking rather sparse and looking like they need a re-dip into some flock. But, you know, if they were on the bases, they would just be destroyed.
2: I mean, Alex, you set out tournaments multiple times. How many times have you gone through the box of trees and found a tree that doesn't have a bottom? It's just like, you know, it ends in like a pipe cleaner or something.
0: Well, not a lot of trees do actually have bottoms. They're, they're like a, rooted into the ground. But, uh, but no, I understand what you mean. Um, but yes, lots lots and lots and lots. Yeah.
2: It's it's one of the most con things. And I mean they're not exactly cheap. Let's no. let's face it. Um I know you get them made fairly reasonably in bulk, but you know, it's normally um like hobby railway trees or whatever, and they're not the cheapest. They're not cheap. No. Make your own. Even less cheap you've got the Games Workshop plastic
0: trees. Mm. And, and and speaking of those games, which on plastic trees, I, I like what they're trying to do with that that piece of terrain. That is again, that is kind of a base that you can remove the trees, but the base is that kind of thick and detailed that it's just it's so difficult to really put anything. Yeah, anything I have on that. Those.
2: I have that exact terrain piece, and it is an utter pain to yeah. play with. It's it's like the hill. The, yeah. the standard Games Workshop hill, you cannot put a model on because as soon as you do, it will slide down to the bottom of the base. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think, and, and this is kind of something as well. He's, he's kind of a, I don't know what you want to call it really, an amalgamation of the two, kind of flat terrain, natural terrain representative of what it is. I mean, you look yeah. at the, the terrain that SmogCon use, um, the, the, the hills they've got, you know, anyone who plays ice hockey will recognize it as kind of a. A slightly larger puck. Um, it's a, a, a one-inch thick round disc of about three and a half, four inches of in diameter. that um, you know, for gaming purposes, if you are either touching it or slightly on it, you are on the hill and, you know, you might need to use a dice to prop the guy up so he just edging onto the hill but then you're not going to get that sliding down like you say I, I put this guy here and oh no he just slid down and no I don't know actually where he was it,
2: it, even then the arguments we've seen over those
0: hills just yeah. but then all you need is a proxy base and then all you need for the proxy base is some magnets and some fishing line and some <laughs>
2: Perhaps some system of pulleys and wheels yeah, and gears. That's, that, that,
0: that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. But, I mean, the, the day will come, and I, I've said this before, the day will come when we are playing on an, a, like, a window surface type, four by, four foot by four foot tablet, effectively, where you can tap a model and then tap another model, and it'll tell you whether or not they have line of sight to each other, wh- what the distance between the two is, whether or not, obviously, the range, um, and then you, you kind of go to rolling your dice, and it, you know, that I, I foresee. I mean, I, I don't know. If what while future? But... I, what,
2: while I think those games will appear, I don't think they will ever replace traditional war games. No, I think pre- um, specifically from uh, the point of view of, uh, of the hobby. There's an awful lot of people yeah. who do do this just for, mad as it may seem,
0: uh, to do the painting, the modelling, the conversion. Yeah. And I mean, you could you could still do it with you know with with the kind of all the all the different trees and and hills and everything like that, and you know have maybe like a neoprene type mat over it. I don't know. And then you know I, I don't know. It, it's I, I don't think it's going to take off for, for tournament. Because, you know, trying to fill out a hall with, I mean, even, like, if you think 32 32 of those tables for a 64-man event is an awfully large investment.
2: There will come a time where they are cheap enough. uh, Almost certainly. Um, In fact, there's there's relatively inexpensive systems that you can do now um, involving um, basically any table you like, a clamp and a projector.
0: Yes. I mean, you just look at um, games like Exilis, though. I don't know if you remember Exilis. Oh, God, that that's going back a bit. Yeah, that was a game. Um, that, yeah, that, that
2: kind of tried to, to, to meld together the models and the computer simulation aspect. Yep.
0: And it never, never really worked. It never off. really worked. Well that yeah. board is, is... I mean, those the, the actual boards, the Exilis game, I think, was played on a, um, a three-foot-by-three-foot board. And it was a... Like a hard plastic board, I think it's kind of the the earliest version of of what the Games Workshop table is, and um, mm. the kind of hard plastic tiles. But that that board is is now quite sought after by um, Malifaux players. And back in the day, I remember seeing those the, the starter boxes when the game was nose diving, should we say, um, going for dirt cheap. So. Slightly so disappointed in pick one up, but how on? Oh well, uh,
2: yeah, I, I do remember seeing that that game system and just going, "What? What is this?" I, I didn't quite <laughs> under, ever understand what it was no, uh, no. until sort of you know just as it died. So, oh well. Um, any more thoughts on two D terrain? before we move on? It has its place. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that, that about sums it up, really. So, I, I don't think it's if there's any big controversy over it, it's probably not worth having that controversy, to be honest.
0: No, I don't think there needs to be. I'm saying, I think it definitely has its place. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Um, okay, let, let, let's go for uh, number six now. Let's uh, look. How
1: worried,
2: how worried are you about bloat in War Machine and Hards?
1: <laughs> good. I like your pause. pause <laughs> is good.
0: I'm right. like, well, if I'd wheat then, potentially, but otherwise not. <laughs> are we talking bloat as in bloat thralls and bile thralls, or are we talking... As in the... I,
2: I think this means um, design space? SKU bloat, or model bloat, or... Design space. I think that's probably the intention, yeah. The basic, basically, the game having too
1: much... St- off. No, um, no, no, I don't have a massive amount of concern around that. I don't think I have any kind of. I mean, even having been a bit kind of off the ball with War Machine this year, I've come back into it and gone, okay, I mean, things. Not as many. It doesn't seem like as much stuff comes out as frequently as it did. I mean, the colossal slow it down, the like Gargantians, because they represent one model, but it's kind of where that model was before would be two or three things, perhaps. Um, I think that
2: there's a very big difference in this one between. Uh, All the things a faction has available to it, which is quite a lot at this point, and all the things that you are likely to see on the table, which is a much smaller subset. And while that does change, I still think you only need to be relatively knowledgeable about maybe five or ten things per faction to have... 80, 90% 80, 90% of the models on the table sort of, you know, just, oh yeah, I know what that
0: is, I know what that is, I know what that is. Uh, yeah, that you don't need do? to account for everything to account for everything. Yeah. Um, and I think, for, for me, one thing that I would say, sort of say that would, for me at least, debunk the, the theory that, that, you know, the design space is full and they've got nowhere else to go, is that it's not just, I'm playing blue models, I'm playing red models, I'm playing white models. Yeah. You know, each faction still definitely has its own feel Definitely oh, has yeah. its strong points and weak points. You know, has its foils and its you know pitfalls for certain other factions, and it's not sort of cookie cutter, as in, oh yeah, well this 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 faction's got this unit and this faction's got this unit and they both do the same. I mean, it is in some factions there are some units that do very similar things, but there aren't, I don't think, across any faction. And I think that's the the the, the joy of the Warcaster. Warcasters change what units do and change what your whole army does so much. Yeah. That's I mean,
2: you can look at it in terms of the design space, and you know, bring up say um, two relatively similar units throughout different armies. You could say, look at um, the stats of Winterguard and probably um, oh the Men of bomb throwers statistically they're decently close together but how they play on the tabletop so far removed from each other because there's one or two key different abilities in each one so all it takes is for someone to go i've got an idea about a cool new thing mm. um and then just when you think no there's nowhere else they can go then they go and battle engines
0: yeah cool new things are cool
2: and all of a sudden you go oh, one of these new huge base things. And don't forget, um, I think every faction still only has, apart from ones that have caster ones, only has uh, one battle engine? Minions have two? Yeah, but they can't play them together. Quite true. But... You see what I mean? It's that like there is still design space in the battle engine area. Yeah. There's there's still an awful lot of space. I I believe with uh, just normal cavalry, not the light cavalry. There's well, there's design space there as well because uh, again, you know, most factions do not have two sets of light cavalry. Circle, I think, is the only one. Um, mm. you know, there's there's an awful lot of place to go with cavalry. Um, I think you common foot sloggers, you probably you're probably in an area there where yeah, maybe your big mainline units might be a bit pushed for design
0: space. Yeah, we've not we've not seen any of those units for such a long time though, have we? We've not seen a new kind of big ten man unit for for ages. But then again, put a different UA in. Yeah, no, that's it. I mean, uh, what what was the last big ten man unit that we saw? Um,
2: oh, it was probably the uh, Retribution one. The assassin not assassins.
0: Yeah, the um, Mage Hunter, the new Mage Hunter unit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Oh, all the convergence stuff. Uh,
2: that well,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's
2: that—that's
1: that, that, a fair assumption as well. Um, but still, I you know, um, you well, the, the, to... the last four new ten-man unit. You mean as a as a new unit? Yeah. A,
2: as a mainline ten-man unit, yeah.
1: What do you mean mainline?
2: As in something you decently regularly see.
1: Oh, okay, I was thinking about the um, the troll um, Harrowman. Uh, oh, the Howman. Yeah, they're yeah. the last one I could think of, actually. They're more recent, yeah. aren't they? But and, again,
2: you just, but, those those two units are still very much in their infancy as to how people are playing them. They're only kind yeah. of just getting to grips with them. So, uh, I mean, I, I, yes. Overall, the model counts are only getting higher, and it's an awful lot to keep in mind when you're building an army. And I actually think the concern there is going to be more with... Uh, stocking them which is why PP are doing what they're doing with um, weapon attachments which has been interesting over the last mm, two years uh, where we've seen stuff like the Winter Guard who have been uh, crushed down into you know, here's your box of Winter Guard it's got you three Rocketeers here's your trenches, it's got your three Grenadiers yeah, yeah
0: put and them all into one
2: yeah and they're starting to just sort of box...
0: And with them, the um, have... Iron Fang
2: Pikeman making the Black Dragon and the Iron Fang Pikeman one box. Yeah, because I mean, they're, they're almost ostensibly the same unit. The only difference is a shield and the UA.
0: Yeah. Well, it's not even a shield and the UA. It's just, just shields and a different banner, really. For, that, for the purpose of that box, it's shields and a different banner. Yes, yes, that, that's quite right.
2: So, um, I suppose you answered the question. How worried are, am I about bloating war machine hordes? Uh, very slightly. Yeah,
0: and I think this is this is kind of where I come to 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 where I maybe come back to Mark Three. Um, you know, there there is a, a stage now where, to a degree, things are stagnating a little bit. You know, people know what's 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 the high power stuff, what's the low power stuff, what's what's say high power, low power uh, optimal for tournament play. I,
2: I I think this is actually. <sighs> I, I think we're actually very unlikely to see uh, a Mark III on the grounds that now, because we have the fr- free rulebook, because we have access to things like War Room, I think they're going to get more adventurous with errata.
1: You can get uh, yeah, so you can get more you can get more drastic with the erratas, can you? not you, Because like, you're not talking about printed words so much.
2: I think we're going to start to see something much more like um, patches for an MMO or any other game like that, where they go, okay, this cast has been a bit too powerful for 12 months. Let's take the next six months to go, how can we tweak them? How can we just knock a point off here, maybe add a point over there, and make them still good, but not as good? I mean, you've seen what they've done continuously
0: with Gatsby throughout Mark Two. Mm. Yeah. He's been up and down all over the place, hasn't
2: he? Yeah, exactly. Um, and what they've done with Haley, how they've had uh to, reach to Rias it's it's be, it's been coming in small steps but we're yeah. seeing those changes being made and I, I only think that with the re- the reaction the last errata had they're going to get more adventurous from here. Uh, whether that's good or bad or not i I, I couldn't say um because yes there are going to be people buying models that have rules in the box that do that bear no resemblance to what is actually being played at tournaments, which is a problem um, and one they, they need to deal with. Um, what do you
1: mean? Sorry, I don't think I followed that.
2: Okay, so you go out today yeah. and um, you decide to buy into War Machine.
1: Okay. You buy Haley 2. Okay, I'm a, I'm a bad person. I see how you're me. Yeah, right?
2: you start playing with Haley 2 against your friend and you're used to how that works and then you go to a tournament yep. and the first time you feet on the opposing player... They go, oh, um that's not how that feat works anymore.
1: Yeah. Yep.
2: And I think I th- I think that is going to be the problem. The the player who doesn't know Warham exists, the-, the player who only has ever seen the cards in the box, um, and I think that's going to be the problem they're going to have. Game
1: I would, mm, yeah. I suppose I don't know if there's any game. I suppose it depends if you're involved in, if you're completely new to the whole concept of the of, the, of, of what we're playing. Then, if you play almost anything now, you look at online or artists then, don't you? you I, well, yes, um, but don't forget as well. Okay, now I'm let, thinking about I'm thinking about people like my brother-in-law who yeah. doesn't look at things like that. Yeah, he only, well, knows, as well as well, that, he only knows those things because I go you need to look at this
2: there are players who still regularly and I do mean this players who've been playing in major tournaments since the start of Mark 2, there are still players who regularly use the slam rules from Mark 1
1: I'm not sure but, I can remember the difference
2: uh, you have to contact the base in Mark 1 right. in Mark 2 you only have to get within half an inch I'd probably do that too Yeah, uh, we, we have, we've actually had to go up and correct people going no, that's a successful slam you got to within half an inch
1: you're you're there, yeah. Because the melee attack affects me, yeah. Yeah, power attack that follows the melee rules, yeah.
2: But yeah, and the, this uh, there is still weird holdovers from Mark One, so there needs to be. I mean, they are trying to address it. They are trying to make things more open. They the free rules and everything like that. Um, I, it, it's one of those things like how much would it benefit the game if they did release those updated cards? Only to then eradicate them again two months later. Yeah. So, um, interesting times. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Any other thoughts? Uh, I still, no, I think we're all bloated out now.
1: I was going to say I think they, they still do seem to diversify. They seem to be preparing for that, though, don't they? They seem to be you get name, subtle name changes to different units, co- not constantly, but they redefine. Um, units to go, to, to, so you can clearly uh, see there'll be a second unit of that type coming, like yeah, Striders so got, will redefine a uh, legion and,
2: and the, and the exactly. grotesque raiders and exactly.
1: yeah, I think yeah. So they do seem to be find yeah, redefined that, I mean there's an awful lot of choice now in every faction well, maybe not cop Sirius, but there's an awful lot of choice in, in any of the main Well, uh,
2: don't forget, uh yeah, yeah I think mean, Sirius were never going to be you know no, but okay. even if you just look
1: at, even if you just look at the main sort of nine factions even if you ignore minions and you uh, and you include mercenaries because mercenaries are pretty huge now there's a lot of choice to on what to play and how to play it and what to do with it and the number of casts in each faction is huge I,
2: I would actually say that depending on which caster you pick and what which contract they go in you've probably got more choice in minions than almost any other faction yeah, minions totally. mercenaries uh, the mercenaries rather yeah. yes yeah. Um, because you, you're able to just go well I'll have this kador unit and I'll have this signal. Unit as well, and I mean, just look at
0: the Cephalics. They are a completely different army, but part of the uh, mercenary force.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. But no, I was including mercenaries, but not minions, and probably not the, yeah. the newer factions. But it's, but the, the, I mean, look, think about trolls and think about well, any of these core factions. There's so much choice and so many options, so many ways to play it. Is that bloat? I don't know. I think it's just there. It's just it's variety. It's um, despite the fact that you tend to find similar lists appearing because the internet exists uh, at major tournaments but you find people doing different things as well so it would actually
2: probably be interesting to look at um, the amount of decisions you have to make when building a war machine army versus the amount of decisions you have to make when building say um, an army for 40k um, and the the like, the like the, the level of rules knowledge you need wow. between them
1: Synergy is the biggest, uh, biggest thing that brings to mind. There is the, the, the yeah. interaction between models is more important. I would have said. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying it doesn't exist in 40K, but that order of activation and all that kind of complexity when you try that you think about when when building an arm a list.
2: Um yeah. wow. Well, I'm, I'm more thinking about the fact that you know, in War Machine, if you say, "I want this unit," okay, it comes in two sizes. True. Whereas in 40k, it's like, "Okay, I want uh, a seven-man unit of these, a 12-man unit of these. Four of these will have plasma pistols. Uh, that guy is going to have this item of war gear. That guy over here is going to have this item of war gear." Okay.
1: see, yeah, it's more granularity, yeah.
2: And then, it's, you know, whereas War Machine, you're okay, you're dealing with models that are individually complex, but you know that you can either have six of them, or you can have ten of them. True. And there's no kind of fiddle between the two. That's just it. Yeah. yeah. So
1: And the only kind of I, bolt-ons are UAs and uh, weapon attachments in certain uh, certain squads, but actually it's a very small number, one or two of your entire faction. Yeah. Uh,
2: there are still very few weapon attachments and unit attachments yep. compared to the whole body of the game.
1: So. Yeah, they're they're only in the kind of common units, really, aren't they? They're only in the most kind of the most um, not frequently used. But thinking about crew warriors or thinking about Winter Guard, they're the core common infantry, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, and the yeah. Uh, anyway, get out.
2: Okay, so um, actually, uh, we we can probably lead on to uh, question number one from that one. <laughs> Is it why? Uh,
0: no, why? it's not why.
2: why. uh is the competitive scene open enough to encourage new players to attend major tournaments?
0: No, we Are shouldn't be. Are people lazy, or
2: is it something else?
0: No, it's only for. It should only be for pros. <laughs> <laughs> We're elitist, really and we don't care. Like, I. Uh, I don't know. That's sarcasm there, kids. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I think I think the fact that there are so many, well, new faces, I, think, I haven't been to much this year, but there are. there's still a core kind of, a lot of the same people come and go, but there's um, looking at the list of names and things like the Welsh Open this year, there's an awful lot of people that I didn't know. I knew a lot of people who were... A,
2: well, a of... the Welsh Open doubled in size, and I have yeah. to say, I knew probably about a quarter of the people there. Mm. Um, so I think... Yes, there is something there for uh, that's, that's still making new players want to attend uh, these major events. I think it's going to be, you know, next year before we'll know if those players want to come back for another crack at it. Um, I mean, certainly uh, at the Welsh Masters, I heard a lot of positive feedback. Um, but you always do need to go from event to event to see. It's like, okay, exactly how successful was it? Do people want this again? Yeah. Um, I, I'd have to say, you know, with Martin, the, the answer is probably yes because he he holds a good tournament. He does. Um, but um, I, I would say, you know, like any other scene, there is some cheekiness Yeah. You, you do by by the nature of traveling to these big tournaments, you do get groups of people who stick together. You know, I certainly hang out with the guys from Dudley quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I know that there are other clubs that stick together. with their lot, quite a bit. There, is, there are people who walk from like you know, group to group and talk with everyone. Um,
1: that tends to be me. <laughs> people like me. I'm a complete
2: And me. And you. But you, I mean, I, I, I try to move from group to group as sort of a, a, as much as I can. But you do always have.
1: But it depends um, on where it is and who's there. Because if it is, yeah. if you've got people like Conrad and Nick and um uh, uh, and even times Matt coming down. From London, I don't see them very often. So especially yeah. when Welsh Open, I tend to see them hang out with them, stay in the some hotels them. Even though I haven't come with them, I don't. Yeah. But then at the same time, I will walk around, see people socialise, because I don't, you know, yeah, like yourself. Yeah. And, um, Alex is less social, obviously, but um, <laughs> I tend to just talk to lots of people. And it's interesting to meet new people, and uh, people come up to you and weird you out by going, "I recognise your voice." I'm like, no, no. <laughs>
2: no, that's not me. No, I'm shorter. <laughs> um. So yeah, I think uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, by its nature, it's always slightly clicky, but I think everyone kind of gets along and sort of cross pollinates uh, either way. I mean,
1: there's it, lots of there's always lots of new little tournaments. That, I mean, I don't I'm not really aware of the scene well, it, at the moment.
2: I mean, th- this is asking specifically about the major tournaments, right? Okay. Um, so I think largely y- there has to be a level of openness because anyone there, you could be told, right, you'll be spending the next two hours opposite this person, and you can't play a game of War Machine without talking to the person across the table. No. Uh, you you know, I know, I know there are some people who try, um, and you do feel like, you know, braining the rulebook halfway through the game. Um,
1: I've never done it. Oh, hang on, wait.
2: <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, so I think th- there is a, a certain uh, amount of a, a welcoming attitude there, um, particularly from certain players who I know <laughs> have uh, almost let their clock run down by kind of, you know, helping newer players get into the game and sort of making sure that there is, well, a game to be played. Um, but, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know what do the people think. Alex, we've heard I'm very little... i distracted. I know, that's why I was bringing it to you.
0: Um, yeah, um, I'd, it's so tough because I think there. I think coming back to the last point with bloat, you know, there is although you don't need to know everything from every single faction to play well at a tournament. If you if you turn tournament having only been playing for a few weeks, few months, you know, not really much experience, many different factions, things like that, there is a high possibility that you're not going to do very well. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying you, you're definitely going to lose every play. I'm not saying you, you know you're going to be. You, I mean you definitely. There's not going to be anything, anything like that going on. But well, there is my, a high probability. It's infamous for being a, a a
2: brutal game in that respect because, you know, players can just go, oh, it's turn two. Now I'm going to kill you.
1: Oh, it's um. You can see that from Twitter. From the, there are new people on or ish people on Twitter now who have went to tournaments for the first on my Twitter at least went to tournaments for the first time this year went to watch Open for the first big tournament and came away shell shocked and stunned that it was a diff, such a different game at a tournament level. It is a very yeah. You play play in your garage with your mates, or your bedroom, and it's it's fun and it's a laugh. And suddenly you play that yeah. in a different environment, and it just becomes a very different game.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and and <laughs> I think th- there is, you know, if if people didn't go into it the right attitude, um, you know, potentially would be put off and not want to come again. And I think there is that kind of that internet reputation of the game as well, to be to a degree. Yeah. Um, that you know, it is that sort of game that that newbies lose. Um, it's,
2: it's, it's actually a very interesting reputation I've come across recently from um, visiting groups of people who uh, don't necessarily. Hmm, don't necessarily got a, a lot of face time with War Machine players. Let's that's, that, that's, that's put it in that sort of fashion. Cool. Um, it's interesting to look at the the reputation that some War Machine players have outside of so that their own game. Uh, one thing I have picked up on that really surprised me is that um, War Machine players have a reputation for being very rules lawyery.
1: Okay, I can see that. What-
2: which I found very interesting, until I actually thought, well, it's such a precise... Yeah, yeah, you kind of have to be.
0: It's, it's yeah. kind of part yeah. and part yeah. of it. But, yeah. but then again, it's, it's a game where everyone is, so no yeah. one is. Well, I, really I, think,
2: I think partially it's it's a case of what looks to the outside to be rules lawyering is just saying, here is what the rules say, do we agree, yes, no, okay, we don't agree, get a judge, okay. It's it's a very simple process. Whereas in other games where you have a rules lawyer, that can go on for days.
0: Yes. I, think so. I mean, I, I've known people who've attended 40k tournaments who have, you know, say one of their friends or someone they know. They are they've sure. been to a 40k tournament and they know the judges. Or they know if it's one man running the tournament. They know that that judge rules the rule in a particular way. Yeah. So they have built their arm and they have, you know, taken a particular because they have this particular TO runs his events in way rules a certain rule this way, and they not. I don't, I don't want to put gameship, but they plan accordingly. And there isn't that with one long- machine. It is what it is.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's no I, I, I,
0: I, kind of debate on it. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, I think, I think I can agree with that. Um, I think one other thing we need to consider about this question, and this may sound daft coming from where we do, but I think it's something that we genuinely actually need to consider. In that, this is asking you, do we do enough to encourage new players to attend major tournaments? And I think the question that needs to be asked is, should we be doing that? Do we need to? Is it okay if just people just play this down their local clubs?
0: Yes, yeah, fine. To see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think the way the way I kind of talk to. Oh, sorry, go on. Okay. Uh, the way I talk to, to, sort of, you know, it is a very heavily tournament-focused game. You know, it is kind of uh, is the direction that the game is is pushed towards, but it also plays very well at whatever level you want to. Play. You do just want to play it with your friends done that whole tournament scene, then it works really well as well. And you know, you decide you don't have to be you know, if your model's half an inch out on a slam, and your opponent, you're you having a friendly game, and your opponent thinks it'd be cool for it to go off, then then why not? You know, just just do it and see what happens. Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, the, the the whole thing about um, being half an inch out. Um, that's that's got recently actually in a, a discussion I was involved in on the X-wing forums, um, where people were talking about, well, what if things are at the very edge of the range ruler, and they don't like having laser sights in that. G- Some people don't like laser sights in that game because it's uh, you know it's 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 almost too accurate and mechanical. that like they want a ruler to put on the table so that they can. It's like if it they that want to play, play the game. Play play the level of preciseness you want to play.
0: That's it. Fine. But in in, in a a tournament, I mean, you go to the World Cup and you kick a football and it, you know, yeah, they it's, don't it's play three inch, in inch, inch at the World Cup. That's it. Yeah. No, you know, it's, 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 good. It, it's, and I know, obviously not a lot of tournaments are at the same level as World Cup, but you know, it, yeah. it, it's, well, it's, it's, it's not, not, any tournament football, you know, it's yeah. like jumpers it, for goalposts, you know, you're not going to have to do
2: Because, you know, you kind of have that level of anyone can play the game here and that's fine, that's great, that's, that's getting people involved and having fun and that is precisely what games are there to do. However, if you're going to sort of come to this place and play with 200 of the people, we need to have a common rule set to build
1: on. Yeah, that's very true.
2: We need to have somewhere to come from so that we can agree that this means this, this means this, and this means this. And fine, you can then go home and play it how you do anyway, but here is the rule. So, um... As well as that, going, going back to the whole thing of encouraging people, I, I know that the clubs I've been to, one club has been very heavily tournament based, everyone that's gone to tournaments. One club I've been to, maybe
0: one in ten does. And they're both really fun clubs to go to and play people at, so do you need to? Yeah. Well, there is no right way and wrong way, and you know yeah. one thing that that kind of I took away from SmogCon last year was just sort of saying, was, you know, it's an some of the to of some tournament players that you know asked about tournament things, and I can't specifically remember, and and kind of I think it was Will Shakes that said, you've got to remember that while yes, the game is aimed at tournament players and to make up a portion of our and our target market, the, the, the vast majority that they the, the the higher quantity. Are those people playing at home on the kitchen table? And you know they've they've got to keep those customers in mind when they're designing things. It's not just about what's going to go on the table and what is going to smash the most face and what is going to you know earn the most points off the points you've invested in it. It's not all about that, and it's not the game isn't all about tournament play.
2: It's like the the infamous comment about uh, theme forces. It's like not all theme forces are designed to be competitive. True. Some some are designed to look good. Mm. Some are designed to be thematic. Yep. Some are designed to just be. How can we make you do a ridiculous
1: I thing? And, and that I'm is crazy. fine. I was just saying the driving force is theme. As there are theme forces, They are thematic is the driving force between all of them at the start of concept. And they, some of them become competitive, and uh, when they, when they sort of, unlo- I mean, elemental I evolution is a good some example. Some are
2: definitely more intentionally aimed. Um, I think, I think, I, I, I would
1: tend to start out as a theme, and they, and then they just become that. Because I don't think EE wasn't something that looked elementary evolutionism wasn't something that looked like it was amazing right off the bat. But as soon as you would, you dropped out the the. Well, you can't say it.
2: the same about uh, Runes of War because. Oh, very much. How did Runes of War sit unused? Oh, a couple of years before yeah. Flanzer kind of picked it up and uh, face rolled a US tour. Actually, that's probably a bit unfair. But Flanza went out and kind of yeah. won a big US event with it. Totally. Absolutely. I, th- I think we, we, we've kind of learned where the more reusable components are, and those are the ones that give you a free model or points. And from then on, it just depends. Like, is the stuff it's giving you in the meta right now, or could it end the current meta? Uh,
0: I'm trying to convince my friend Steve that um, 15 galvanizers and one heavy jack is a good idea with a synergy caster. <laughs> oh, oh no, no!
2: <laughs> oh, that's just horrendous. Yeah, but, push, but push, 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 and... push,
0: push, 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 Biff. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, that's. And tr- then the thing you, you can do focus. it with, with. You can do it with very little focus as well. Um, it is a. a thing, uh, but he not for the convinced. Maker.
2: I was going to say for five focus every turn. Was it fifteen galvanizers? Something like that. Yeah, yeah for, for like five focus every turn, you can have plus sixteen matten strength on a three wow. focus jack. Oh, yeah. that's horrendous. Actually, no, for four because you need to put two on at the start.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, we, worked, we worked it out that I can't remember exactly how um how it worked, but yeah, it's, it's pretty ridiculous.
2: Oh, that's filthy.
0: Oh, that's just
2: horrible. But I think we've discussed that before anyway, so yeah. Yes, we have. Okay, well, I, I think we've sort of discussed that one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. We're happy with that one. Uh, So we've got. Well, we've got three left, but I think one of them we can leave probably for the, the second half of the show. Um, let's go for a one about um, it's not really a question it's more of a, a comment um, Someone saying they'd like to hear some chat about waiting for model releases after the book is out what our opinions on proxies are um, I'm not quite sure I understand the last bit which is the impact on likelihood of inclusion oh I see Right. Okay. So, if if a model is released well after the book, how likely is it to be
1: used? Because it because it misses its kind of window of excitement and inclusion. Do you mean? Do you think you mean? I, I think that might be it. So, what are our her thoughts here? It's just large models. I think this is leaning towards as well,
0: isn't it? Like I, think I, I think anything. I, I, I think you look at something. like the the growler.
2: Yeah, we've seen quite a lot of models that just. Um, kind of almost fell into a crevasse. I mean, uh, the oh, I can't remember the name of the Jack now. It's a signal light. It's got two st- sort of um, stub guns, or whatever they're called.
1: Oh, the um, the jumpy around one. The um, yeah, the jetpack Jack. Oh, yeah, the Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I that, faced that quite, I faced that thing quite a lot.
2: Uh, see uh, that that arrived and then vanished into a hole because the model yeah, didn't
1: did. come out for months. Yeah, very true.
2: Yeah, and then in the intervening time where it was not released there was nirata that made the one purpose people wanted to use it for irrelevant because it couldn't lock um, heavy or colossal warjacks anymore oh um, I mean, yeah you know, what else have we waited sort of ages for we've had the the bombardiers we have had the retribution Cav. the um, retribution
1: Cav is the old time isn't it
2: yeah the best well, of the bombardiers were' in a race to see who could release first that um, was, Torture,
1: and obviously the the, the question is really to, is is the, the the sore point with the question is the Colossals from the last War Machine book and the Gargantuan from the current uh, a very very recently released um, Hordes book.
2: Don't think we're still wait. I mean, uh, how long has uh, Barathrum and um, the other the the, the Menoth Jack we covered earlier? How long have they been waiting to come out?
0: Grawl Gros- Blast isn't out.
2: Yes, I know. We, we're dealing with models there that are like two books on.
1: Uh, yeah, that is odd. I have to admit, I hadn't quite felt that, but I suppose you come back to, to an extent, you come back to the the design space and the kind of the amount that's out there, so it seems to matter less. I suppose if it's something you read and you get excited about and then you go, oh, I've got to wait a year for this to be arriving, everybody else has got their stuff, I, that I would think be disheartening.
2: A, a lot of the issue with it, obviously, has come from the switch to uh, a hard ABS plastic from um or Restic or PvC. Yeah. Um and I mean that's done things like um you know hideously delayed the Gorilla. Yeah. Um I think that was also the reason why you have the delay with the original mana war or the the, the mana war bombardiers because they were caught in that switch from do we do this <laughs> as another metal unit or do we move these onto Restic? Which they did. Okay. Um, yeah. So PP's gone through two very painful switches in just three, four years, um, and I think that's caused a lot of the problems. And the other problem is that you've got to wait until the model's sculpted. If yeah. you plan a release and you say, "Yep, that model is coming in eight months' time," we know it's coming. You get towards the deadline, and you go, "I don't like the sculpt."
1: Yeah. What,
2: what do you do? And all of a sudden, it, that's why the the. That the schedule releases is so odd as it is. Sometimes you need to wait for the, the technology or whatever it is to catch up with what's going on. Um, and I don't think it's a very happy situation for most players. Because they're looking now at, at, especially at this point, with a lot of models that they just can't play.
1: I'm quite kind of, I suppose I'm fortunate, I know I've not been playing so much recently, but I'm quite fortunate I can't think it's happened to Trolls. Quite some time, if at all. Trolls
2: um, always seem to be on the very the early night, end of the schedule.
1: The night Troll was the only thing I can remember being delayed at any significant time. That was because it was one of the earlier plastics, but for yeah. Trot apart from the as War Beast. But um,
2: well, you had kind of the 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 preview um, uh, Gargantuan and the preview second gargantuan. I mean, the Glacier King has been. Uh, is the Glacier Great. King out or.
1: Glacier King's or is, out, 30th, 30th of November.
2: Yeah. Glacier King is out soon. Yeah. I don't think we've even seen some of the new colossals.
1: We haven't seen the, Have we seen the Circle one? We haven't, have we? No.
2: No, I mean, I, I don't mean the Gargantulas, the Colossals oh. that came out months before that.
1: We've seen so the Judicator equivalent, haven't we? If we haven't se- Have not we actually seen the sculpt? But release-wise, it's not been... I don't think we've seen Hurricane. No, I don't think we have either. So, no. it's... Mm, but I, when, I th- when I'm thinking of the, the Menoth, we've seen the, we've seen the 3D model, I don't think we've seen... Yeah a sculpt as such, or a a pressed version we've seen 3D model, but we haven't even seen that. We've only seen artwork for the Hurricane, haven't we? Yeah,
2: I think it's one of those things I I can really appreciate the frustration that people must have. I think think
1: there must be an element of of redesigning those with a third one in mind, and that's why the delay is there. the only thing I can think uh, about
2: is it. I think there's some delays for possibly retooling to hard plastics.
0: Oh, yeah. But then, for surely more... that would affect hordes, wouldn't it, as well? Pardon? That would affect hordes, wouldn't but it, the hard the, the hard plastic, again. this is a ModCon snippet, um, the hard plastics are much, much more suitable for edges. Um, so warjacks oh, are considerably more suitable for hard plastic. So that
1: you, you yeah, Resident and Metal, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I, I I can appreciate the frustration, but models release when they release, and yeah. that that's always going to be the way it is. Uh, when you've got something that y- you can't just you know go up to a computer and type in Warjack with this and have it appear. No, someone has to go away with either um some sort of digital sculpting tool and you know craft it out of a virtual block of clay or actually physically go out there and you know make it out of a physical block of clay. Um yeah. it it's an artistic process. Uh, which is, it is contracted it takes time and sometimes sucky things happen. I mean like with um oh the uh the Hordes Ogrid. Yeah
0: uh, yes um they got good destroyed.
2: Gym. Yeah. The original model was destroyed and it was delayed by ages yeah so yeah. um
1: it's a I suppose to uh, answer the original question it's unfortunate and it would kind of, kind of wish it didn't happen but it's um
2: yeah. I mean uh, d- just to kind of uh, take it through another angle um should PP hold back on all the models and the book until everything
1: has a release window to go from no we want toys yep yeah. I agree. I'd rather have what you can, I, and rather than delay everything.
2: I'll, I'll be honest. I think I'd rather go with the the system of having the book when the book is ready and going. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I'll be able to play that eventually. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's again, it's not ideal, but it's the system we've got, and I think.
1: I mean, it depends on the time frame. We are talking about quite some quite what feel like excessive time frames and quite excessive delays with regards to the visit to the, the recent I, second I wave colossals. But I, I mean, th- I. Cool. I, I agree with proxying a lot of these models, but then you want to proxy it with the view of actually getting it in your hand at some point in order to be then take it to a tournament. You can't take a cardboard cutout to a tournament, can you? So, yeah, I
2: mean, I, I, I do think um, m- not just PPR good with actually doing a, a, a release schedule and um, keeping that updated. I do think they need to show us what's coming further out. I'm not saying. That they should be able to tell us everything for the next twelve months, month by month. But I think maybe saying, okay, here in the next three months, and you know the date for everything there. Here's the next quarter after that, what we're planning to show, and then here's the six months beyond that, and then anything else that we know of that's going to take longer, TBD. If they, if they knew with those bombardiers, they were going to take as long as they did, and I'm using those because obviously they were kind of one of the biggest slippages along with the desters. If they knew that those bombardiers were going to take as long as they did, they should have have come out and said, guys, these are going to be nine months, or we've got through the process, we're not happy, we would rather release something that we think is the quality you want, we're going to take another six months taking another look at this. And I think as a community we'd probably be more accepting of actually that level of information of them saying this isn't good we're redoing it so that you are happy yeah Yeah.
1: information yeah, yeah. I mean uh, in the modern managing age managing the expectation I suppose is what I was yeah. saying I
2: think in the modern age communication is one of the biggest tools that any of these companies has and I think it's, it's good with PP in that there are a lot of staffers who you can just message on Twitter and go yep you know, just just anything you feel like, and they'll respond to you, and it's great. You know, I, I know that people speak to uh, Will Schick, Ed Burrell. um
1: I was um Facebooking Simon um, Simon oh, someone, Berman um, yeah. only a few days ago, asking him if he's coming to SpotCon.
2: Yep, Aaron Riddell, people like that. There's just you know, there's a there's a wealth of contact there, um, I, <laughs> and the amount of times that you know people shine the Cat signal up on uh, the PP forums, yeah, and get a response. You know, it's yeah. like. Yeah. Do they have toothbrushes in the Iron Kingdom? Uh, in the Iron Kingdoms, uh, no. They have these special things that are somewhat different, but almost. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that's the level of question that gets asked. Yeah. Okay. There's the occasional like, what is the scorn view on religion? There are several answers. Yeah. Let's make something up. Um. But yes. Uh, I'm, I suppose you should move on to the second part of the question, which is uh, opinions about proxies.
1: Well, proxies, you, proxies you,
0: you, when? You, so proxies, proxies when, As suppose well is the question. I think you're clear on proxies. The, the PP rules are that you, you can't use them in a tournament. You just can't use them. Yeah. There is no opinion to have on that. It is a hard and fast rule that unless a model has a street date... There's, it a, there's that more in the
1: game the t- tournaments. There's more to the game than the tournaments. That's why I no no, no,
0: no, I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm not saying that in the tournament setting, then that is... For that tournament setting...
2: That is actually that, that is that is very fair because something that War Machine trades on very greatly is uh, the whole principle of a silhouette.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. If you,
2: thing, yep. if you know roughly what a unit looks like, you know what it is. Yeah. And you can sort of, you know, it, that that should sort trigger the the rules in your mind. Uh, if you're looking at a proxy. It's like, is it
1: this or is it that? Idea? In, a, in a tournament environment, you forget. You would forget yeah. what's what. Yeah. You know, even, like, even playing at home, even playing at home with proxies, unless the proxy is highly representative. Then I you, don't um,
2: know whether it was you or Nick that did this one. It's quite a while ago, um, where um, someone had gone to a tournament. They were playing E Kane, but they packed the wrong model. They packed P Kane instead. And so, before each round, they're asking their opponent. Do you mind if I play with this model? It's P. Kane, but I'm actually playing with E. Kane. Look, there's the card.
1: I remember the story, but I still can't remember if that was me or not. But yeah, I remember the story.
2: (laughs) I can't remember. And the person who played against them played the entire game assuming it was P. Kane, and I believe got assassinated there as a result. Yeah. There's been, oh, oh, it's E, isn't it? Oh, bugger
1: yeah so they're very different in their aggressive um, tendencies and yes. their feats are very different yeah oh absolutely yeah
2: um, so for something that trades on that I think at tournaments that's fair unless it's there are some specific tournaments usually two or three every year that do say this is a tournament where we want to play with experimental models yeah please be aware that any player can proxy any model and I think in that environment fair game. Um, but, you know, your average tournament is going to say, no, nope, no proxies, and that's that's fine. Um, but for your home games, where you're playing...
1: No, I'm quite, uh, so things like, I, mean, I don't know if you saw the pictures that went up on Twitter last night. Um, I um, have ordered myself a, uh, a Glacier King. Um, I'm contemplating running Jimmy 3 at tier four, theme, theme <laughs> tier 4, and I'm thinking about two of them. So I've made two proxies, physical, three-dimensional, three-sided, cardboard, Printed out proxies um, to try it out and see how it behaves, and see how they play together, and see see if it's worth buying the second one before you know to have a but I'll, you can't do that at a tournament, but you can do it. You know, kind
2: of. You're just too pro for us. Hey. <laughs>
0: Is there the different, I mean, proxy, that's not proxy, because it's not another model standing in for that model. That is, I no, would.
2: It, It's still a proxy,
0: because you're still...
2: Yeah, I mean, it is. It's still a proxy. You're creating yeah. something to stand in for it. A, a proxy... To the, the base size is right. A,
1: a CD or well, DVD is the same size as the as the base to within probably. a mil or two. So um, for the purposes of, of playing in that environment, it's the same. Um, and, um, yeah, but I in the
0: spirit of war gaming, it's not... Through because a proxy. Well, yeah, conversely, I, I, I,
1: conversely, but conversely, last night I don't own any fire eaters. So conversely, last night I had two scatter gunners in its unit with a with a, a digby <laughs> borrower. Well. A digby borrower sat as the third model, and they all fit together quite well. They're all painted up in similar style and the same style. Um, yeah. I had them because there's nothing else on the table that looked like them, so they were quite happy to be the fire eaters. And that was I, well. I, that I, was I, That, I, that I, was a direct proxy in the way this, you this, j-
2: this all goes back to that whole thing of you know we have to have an agreed set of rules for tournaments. But when you're playing at home, whatever you wanna do with you know, the person across the table, it, as long as you're both fine with it, you're both fine with it. it
1: yeah. yeah. It's very good for trying especially when you know something's coming, I find it invaluable to kind of experiment with what's going to arrive. Yeah, um, I mean, I,
2: I do know players who've played against wholly proxied armies because they've said to um, one of their friends, look, I want to play against this list. I know you don't have the models, but I know you know how to play it. So can you sort of give me something that looks vaguely right and we can work it out from there? Um, so if someone wants to play against, you know, any Haley or um, Doom Reaver spam or something like that, yeah. just to let can go, how would this army work against this? And that, that that's fair enough. I think. Yeah. Um, proxying future releases as well. We, we know the dates things are going to be legal from. We know what dates things go into ADR. Just because something's not out yet doesn't mean you can't play it in the comfort of your own home. True. Yeah. Unless it's
0: Haley 3, in which case you can't play it on War Room. Sad times. No, Sad times. Not yet, anyway. No,
2: nope, that's coming with War Room 2.0. Changes Look at that.
0: they back. are, coming. So. Yeah. I think that's covered
1: that quite well, really. Yes. So yes. Multi facets yes. of what proxying is and everything as well.
0: Yeah. Um. Have you seen the time, chaps? Have I seen the time? Should we have a break? Is that what you're saying? Oh,
2: it's quarter past eleven.
0: Yeah. Uh, Maybe time for a short break.
2: Yes, it might be time for a short break where I go and drink. Yes. So uh, we shall see you all on the other side.
0: Welcome back to the second half of Luke Harding. Um, we're going to move now into our Wim section, spelling it in. And we're going to be looking at a warcaster. This is a warcaster. I'm going to find his full name. Is he? Where is
2: he? He's Captain Alistair
0: Kane. He is Captain Alistair Kane. There he is. Epic warcaster. I, so, I think, uh, I think cap-
2: you're having some connection issues at this point, Alex. Um, I I might take this one over.
0: Yeah, it's a bit robotic there, Alex. Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. Sorry. Is <laughs> there any He's, better now? Uh, Domorragatto, Mr. Roboto. Indeed. Hey, how am I now? Uh, you're actually okay. I can hear
1: you too You're still so, breaking up occasionally. But... Yeah.
2: Um, okay. So, uh, Captain Alistair Kane is a Focus Six Signal Epic Warcaster. <sighs> he has many spells. He does. Or at least six of them, anyway. Which is far too much effort.
0: Should we, um, we um, touch on the guns? Yes, what I was going to say.
1: Yeah. Okay. So to fire, a good place to start. Uh, his,
2: his main weapons are two Spellstorm pistols. They are range twelve, power twelve, magical, with a rate of fire infinite. Yep.
0: Um, when you say they weapons, they're his only weapons, aren't they? They are.
2: That's true. But he's also got surprise and fear, so you know. And ruthless efficiency. Yes, and fanatical devotion to the Pope. Oh damn! Can we come in again? <laughs>
1: Now Um, we need need to sculpt him stood on a comfy chair.
2: It should also be noted that, uh, like p he has a range amplifier. Yeah. Which means that when he casts a spell and he is the point of origin of it, his spell gains plus five range. Yep. So uh, bear that in mind for all these. Okay. The first spell on his list is Arcane Bolt. It is a cost... Two, range 12, no AoE, power 11, non upkeepable offensive spell with some flavour text. Oh, look at it. Isn't it
1: pretty? When the hell are you going to use that? I can't imagine.
2: <laughs> when you can take another shot with the pistol
1: yeah um, uh, which, which are magical weapons anyway
2: yeah there's got to be a reason somewhere but I can't imagine it ever re- well actually no I can if you've got an arc node I'm not sure why you'd put that with Kane yeah. you could use it
1: the fact it's got gunfighter it's not even a melee thing the fact that you know, if you're in melee with something and you didn't have gunfighter that you can cast into melee perhaps but there's, it's just gunfighter so there is no it's nothing there's no reason to
2: actually. If you've been engaged in melee and want to shoot
1: out, oh yeah, good point. Because you go and fight, you could, yeah, not choice so, Yeah, yeah.
2: So, um, there is that. Um, otherwise, I don't think you're going to use it. I think it's just there purely for the, having that uh, a spell. Um, the next one on his list is Blur. So this is a cost two, range six, upkeepable offensive spell. Uh, sorry, non-offensive spell. Ooh. Ooh, uh, target friendly mobile. Target-friendly model or unit gains plus three death against ranged and magic attack rolls.
1: Might as well have said gun mage unit or... Um, NIS. Or I would the light cav unit as well, yeah, the this, Yeah, exactly. You go, oh, stupid defense now.
2: Yeah, make something death 17, 18, happy times. Yeah. Um, preferably some sort of ranged unit that really doesn't want to engage. And you're gold. Yep. Um, there's nothing bad nothing bad to say about the spell and remember as well effective range 11 if cast from Kane yep. so he can be well away
1: um, as he always is hiding behind some big obstruction yeah
2: almost any of the units that go with him will
1: benefit from this it's beautiful uh, any other thoughts it's essential you always got to cast somewhere it's upkeepable it's just constant it's always yes. somewhere and endgame end game off was sometimes transferred to him.
2: Uh yes, actually. Um
1: Def twenty before uh, you stack anything else on top.
2: He's got a couple of choices, end game, I think, but that's yeah. that's a good one if he's on the back foot.
1: Yeah, it makes him insanely hard to hit. Uh
2: the next spell on his list is Gate yeah. Um I need to remind myself, yes, it is cost three. Mm. That is three. Remember that, three. Uh, range self, uh, no AoE, no power, non upkeepable, non offensive. And the wording is place this model anywhere completely within 8 inches of its current location. After casting Gate Crasher, it cannot advance this activation. For the rest of the activation, this model's ranged attacks must target models in its melee range. Gate Crasher can be cast only once per activation. This is a get out of jail
1: free card. Well, kind of. It's it's a different version of teleport. So it's. Yeah. So well, can... Teleport teleport is generally entirely defensive. Gate Crasher serves the purpose of teleport whilst also potentially being an assassination run aggressive maneuver.
2: I will say at three, it's very, it can be hard to incorporate into an assassination.
1: Um... True. Although with the Squire and with Holt you gain an extra focus and an extra shot. Yeah. And with V, it suddenly gets really insanely big.
2: You do need to be mindful of where it's going with that, and just how much you're losing. Oh, totally. Um, but for for some casters, yeah, go in, wail away. You don't. Um, so very multi-purpose. Doesn't end the activation, which is a key difference from teleport. Yes. Still do stuff afterwards. Just not move. Yes. So, uh, obviously, the, well, the, the really common one if you're going for the assassination is to charge one of your own models that you've placed yep. and then gate crash him before you make the attack. Yep. Um, giving him, because he's speed 7, uh, a total range of
1: 17, uh,
2: 18, 18 inches. Well, no,
1: completely within 8. So. Yeah, well, uh, it's. It's an age move, half. Isn't it? Yeah. That's an movement, isn't it? Completely within 8, yeah.
2: Yeah, so you've got 10-inch charge, 8-inch teleport, half-inch melee. Yep. Um, if, yeah. If, well, there, there are other circumstances in which I believe you can get an extra 2 inches as well, but it all gets a bit fuzzy from there, frankly. Um. So, reliable 18 and a half, um, which... <laughs>
1: <laughs> on, 20, range is I going? always thought his threat range is something like 22, 23 somehow, What was the, something else there
0: somewhere anyway, but yeah... But,
1: he he can walk 7 and shoot 12 he's a slightly longer
2: range yeah I suppose
0: if if your target is engaged in melee if the caster is uh, already engaged in melee
2: if they're engaged in melee if they're behind a screen and it would take more than three focus to knock out enough models in the screen to get through yeah yeah, you're looking at some very different scenarios there Um, and yeah also, if they're on the other side of a wall, for instance. You know, aha, I'm def 21 behind this wall. Or def 17 with me stood
0: next to you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even if they've got, like... I mean, does deceleration work against this? Deceleration, the armour one, is that the defence one?
2: Um, I would have to check. I don't know.
0: There's a defence one against shooting, isn't there? Does he? Does that work? Does he get the? Would he get the deceleration bonus for for that when it's in melee or?
1: It's a ranged attack war, still, still. Gunfighter. Yeah, it is. Because Point Blank Let's is see. the one. Point Blank is the one that turns it. It's the one that Digby's have got that turns it into a melee attack. Gunfighter is a ranged attack in melee. In melee ranges, a ranged attack. So anything that affects range also affects gate pressure. Uh, a Gunfighter.
2: I did have something of a discussion with someone recently about uh, Gunfighter, where they didn't believe that Kane could walk into melee with someone, shoot them, and then make. Further ranged attacks afterwards, because they went. No, you've made a ranged attack in your melee, so that counts as You're taking melee action. No, it's always no, nope, it's all ranged. So unfortunately, yeah, Cain cheats. Although, oh, yeah. uh, if someone with reach engages him, he can't shoot, which is um, yes, still quite funny. Never quite figured that one out, frankly. Um, okay. The next one he has is Heightened Reflexes, or the reason he's often seen with Boom Howlers. Mm. Heightened Reflexes. It is cost 2, shockingly, like a lot of his other spells. Range 6. Uh, it is upkeepable and non-offensive. Target-friendly model unit cannot be knocked down or made stationary. 4 plus tough, no knockdown. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes you will want to put that on Kane um, because you know, if uh, you're playing against, for instance a magnus player and they've got the knockdown rocket a knocked down cane is the least happy caster in the world yeah how um because he's uh a, a a weedy, a rather weedy arm 13 that's victim stats. <laughs> yeah i mean def 17 but you really don't want him to be knocked down and only uh, 15
1: wounds as well which is about as minimum as it gets for casters generally yeah he's he's pretty weak um relies on his defence,
2: yeah. Yes, so I, I saw players who were very unhappy when an Eris stood still and a Pierre stood still and went, and I disrupt a bolt you. And they went, oh, that's bad. Yes. No focus for Kane this turn or the next. Have fun with that. Now you're going to die. Um, also made him eligible for
1: the Peace sorcer feat.
2: Uh, right, so yes, uh, High Reflexes, Any, anything else that's good to put that on? Um,
1: um, uh, what have I seen it on? Uh, I've seen it on... Um, on the scouts, what they're called, the um, rangers, just to keep them mobile and keep them moving up, but it uses initial kind of, that's Rich, Rich was using them on, I think, um, just that they can't so, be.
0: I'm, I'm always
2: so wanting to put blur on them, just to make them sort of, because they're going to be far reaching, they're going to be near yeah. the front.
0: So, uh, is there anything else that can get tough in Signal? Uh,
1: Odd
2: solos. Anything that Rupert is near? Oh, yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, of course yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the main target, probably normally boom howlers, but there's an awful lot of things you can apply it to, thanks to the aid of Rupert, um, who's uh, well, a bit of an omnipresent...
0: Uh, Nist, people often put Nist with him.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can actually use this to um, sometimes tempt a purification caster out, yeah. to get them to spend that, what is it, three focus to cast purification every turn, yeah. just, to, just to keep stuff off and stuff. I don't care, this is two focus, it's fine you're spending more than me so, um, but that's the case with a lot of upkeep but yes heightened reflexes very good mm. uh, the next one is one that people learn to fear very quickly magic bullet cost 2 range 6 non upkeepable non offensive if target friendly faction models next normal ranged attack directly hits after resolving the attack choose a model within 4 inches of the model hit the chosen model suffers an unboostable power 12 magic damage roll the point of origin for this damage is the model hit after resolving Solving this damage roll, magic bullet expires. Magic bullet lasts for one turn. It's awesome. It is crazy.
1: I have it. Uh, Jarl has it as well. You
2: have it. Your father has it. Your sister has it
1: too. Uh, now you have it. George, to... It's all true. The whole. It's all true. Yep, exactly. I bought um, the tickets. I bought tickets yesterday.
2: <laughs> so have I have priority seats as well. Um, But we're here to talk about Magic Bullet.
1: Oh, sorry, you got distracted. Yes. Uh, It was Alex.
2: Um, Sorry. In one of my uh, most recent games, I actually cast Magic Bullet, I think it was either twice or three times a turn. And I just got Hunters with Snipe, who were picking models that were close to important solos units attachments everything like this
1: i would never but use magic bullet or electro leaps in such a way it's just very irresponsible
2: I, I i really don't care if i kill the model i'm aiming at the other model however that has to be more
1: dead i did have a jar list that had four five storm Trolls in it so he was shooting magic bullet and they were shooting electro leaps it's all nice
2: yeah it's, it's it's the reason I Horrible. want Ace more than any other. Just have a jack that's got an inbuilt magic bullet every single turn. Wow, yeah. Um, it's it's bonkers. And it really does enable you to do some very stupid things. Um, like, for instance, um, you can use it to... If people got their uh, shield wall units lined up in little triangles with one at the front, you can hit the model in the front... Uh, so you can hit the model at the back of the triangle, not kill it because, oh, well, it's got plus four armour, but then use the magic bullet to hit the guy at the front. And because the damage is coming from the guy at the back, he doesn't get the shield wall bonus.
0: Yeah, true that. It,
2: it just enables some utter shenanigans. Uh, and as well as that, people don't realise how far away four inches is. Mm. That is an awfully long way to be able to go, yeah, I wanna I wanna hit that guy.
1: It's also choice. It's about um, the fact that you have this kind of um it's like electricity has to be the nearest model or the first model. No, choice, choose.
2: Yeah. And I, I think as well as that it's it's particularly bad for uh Menoth and um scorn players because they have beast handlers and choir Yeah. and okay Menoth can go uh, no non magic shooting which point you just put it on a gun mage and go yeah. oh well I'll take crit brutal damage on the warjack and then your choir member goes goodbye and all of a sudden it's a very different game once you can take out models like that at will um, obviously same goes for things like uh, Forsaken Shepherds any kind of mechanic
0: <laughs> it just forces your opponent to be really careful with where he, where he puts things and, and the more you can force yeah. your opponent to think about the more likely he's going to make- Make a mistake.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and even when you know you're not forcing them to make a mistake, Kane can still stand back, cast this on three models a turn from eleven inches away, and effectively double those models' effectiveness if they hit. It's it's bonkers, frankly. And I love it a bit. Um, the last spell is True Shot. Yay. It is a cost to range self, upkeepable, non-offensive spell. This model ignores concealment camouflage and stealth very simple yep. um, and it can only be cast on him because itself um if you're going to be using this this is going to be probably be on the assassination run or the turn before um, so what does he do again sorry this model ignores concealment camouflage and stealth
0: okay so it's kind of situation again
2: yeah. yeah basically if you're playing against the stealth caster and you think you can take them out or if you just want to intimidate them to walking away um put true shot up yeah so it's, it's very simple, you know, but if things need to be more dead and you can't normally hit them, well, that's what True Shot's for. Mm. Um, now, I suppose we, we should really end this with the feat, uh, yeah. which is Overkill. Flavour resol- text.
0: Flavour text.
2: Uh, no, I'm not doing the Flavour text. <clears throat> After resolving each ranged attack that hits an enemy model, Kane gains a cumulative plus one to his Spellstorm pistol damage rolls. When a model is boxed by a Spellstorm pistol attack, center a 3-inch AOE on it and remove it from play. Models in the AOE are hit and suffer an unboostable power 10 blast damage. That gets
1: forgotten that last bit, doesn't
2: it? Everyone forgets it. Mm. Uh, Overkill expires at the end of Kane's activation. Uh, It is kind of one of the ultimates in ranged assassination feats. Yeah. Um, or you can use it when facing off against a horde of things to go this turn everything is going to be a 3 inch AOE and it's going to RFP
0: um, Not bad against uh, Asphyxius. Yes, very true. Uh, Would you go for it early against Asphyxius and try and get rid of as much stuff removed from the play as you can?
2: Because you're very unlikely to ever see through those clouds anyway. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's a fair assumption to make, to be honest. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's plausible again. It's you, you depend on the situation, but uh, if you can take out a unit of Banes in a turn with this, a was eight point swing.
1: An RFP ten... Tartarus out of it as well, yeah.
2: Yeah. Or 10 with the UA, uh, yeah. You, you take that every single time. Um, It should be noted as well that he is Rat 9. Mm. Um, now, we, he's, he's got two basic attacks. Obviously, we've said, you know, you, you've usually got Reinhold with him, so he can give him a third. Yeah. Uh, he's got six focus, and with the Squire, he can go up to seven. Yep. So that's a potential 10 attacks or uh, a total of plus
1: 9. No, plus 10, because it's the hit that triggers the bonus. Uh,
2: no, you have to resolve the attack.
1: Uh, after resolving each ranged attack that hits the new model, Kane gains. It. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So you have so to. What, hit first it's the hit, it's the hit that it triggers, it. triggers, but it's, it's. Yeah. So after yeah. you resolved it, right.
2: So his, his last attack, if he's hit everything, can be potentially power 21, um, which for a range 12 pistol seems a little excessive but okay
1: um, that's where yeah. you roll the ones and twos though when you've got that much power at the end of it you you, you don't don't that, no.
2: that's, that's normally the point where you should only need a one and two at that point otherwise something has gone badly wrong
0: mm. yeah, yeah it's uh, I've been on the receiving end of that um, where he basically just uh, I think I had I um, was trying to play Circle and I had Kruger um, and he used it basically just to kill my war beasts that were Still alive at this stage that were my uh, transfer targets. So then Kruger's sitting there, nice and pretty, with a big stack of uh, fury that he can do nothing with. He's managed to chew through my wall bees, clean them um, with the initial sacks, and then uh, just slaps Kruger in the face with a wet high fish. power. Yeah, wet fish. Wet fish. Well be a wet fish.
2: doesn't have to be any more than that. So that 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 basically is um, every single bit of text on his card, other than elite card Ray, arcane tempest.
0: He um, forget the elite card uh, Ray. It gives him gunfighter. Uh, yeah,
1: talk about his um his feet briefly. He did uh, uh, the, one of the inquiring questioners earlier in the show. Did um, very nearly take down Iglesia King um, with Kane on feet last night. No, quite. Did finish. Did, he had enough stuff to finish it off. It went down, but he, he took it down to about five wounds, six wounds left. Yeah. Uh, he spiked in both directions on um, the dice rolls. So occasionally there's some very big ones and some very small ones too. So it was quite. Um, yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. All you need to know is that if he can reliably hit your caster on that assassination turn, unless your caster is like armor 26. Uh, yeah they're probably going down. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's tough to block. And that's why he's known as, a, as an assassin.
0: Yeah. And the AOEs do clear out so much space as well. So even if you do surround your warlock or warcaster with lots and lots of men, um, right. if he gets you know he, he gets one or two of them, AOEs the rest.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of the thing in that with his feet, either he's going to get multiple models with those AOE 3s, or you're going to spread it out enough that you're not going to block any lines of sight, yeah. so there's no real way to win there except by it's having like
0: either that, gladly. Yeah,
2: uh, uh, there's no real way to win there other than by you know having stuff <laughs> that can't be killed by pow tens. Um, so obviously, yeah, Xerxes is in not too bad of a situation. Gatorman, yeah, Man also uh, pretty uh, pretty useful. But even then, again, they're taking you know one or two points of damage from each one of those. If they're nicely clustered, you can have some horrible stuff happening.
0: Yeah, and you tend to find a lot more line war armies now are also running really possibly two, at least one unit of Croke Raiders. Yeah,
2: and they'll just fold up and go away. Although, to be fair, he can do that on any turn. He can just walk forward and go, I don't care about the damage, these are just Power 12s, go away. Well, uh, Power 12 doesn't kill,
0: auto-kill Croke Raiders.
2: Well, they are 15, 16? They're uh, 14. So anything? <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: you've got a 1 in 36 chance if he hits of them not dying. Oh,
0: so, if, if you are playing Blind Water, just play Rask and save your feet.
2: Yeah. Anyway, uh, beans. It's ten to midnight.
1: Yes, and I've the
2: Yes, um, we should probably do a, a quick hobby update. Um, I, 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 due to circumstances beyond my control, have done uh, nothing. Um, and the, the last podcast I've played any games of either X-wing or uh, War Machine, and I feel sad. Anyone else would like to take the floor to go and cry? Please feel free.
1: I uh, I played to Marder, and I played two games of War Machine last night. So Marder, Marder. I played to Marder with proxying some of the little rogue, uh, um, Millennium Falcon type shenanigans. That was really good fun. Blue jack piece of paper on top kind of stuff, and um, that actually was really quite interesting. Um, I've done. not really done anything like much about painting. I've still got super dundling stuff on my table that hasn't really advanced very much. But I did build two proxy glacier kings, which we already talked about. Um, full colour proxy glacier kings. To uh...
2: should break in here as well and just say that there is the uh, Super Legend Explore Kickstarter going on at the moment. Oh, yes. Uh, so if you want the original box uh, with some very nicely re-sculpted models um, and also the optional dungeon crawler, well, not dungeon crawler, the optional sort of campaign version.
0: Scenario, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, like how, much, much, how much is it as a buy-in there today? Uh,
2: it depends on what level you're going in. There are buy-in levels from $50 right through to 200
0: So, um, So, for example, you want just the, kind of, the standard box. 140 dollars, I think. Looking.
1: 140 dollars is the is the second edition starter with the extra new new shinies with it. As far as I can remember, that looking, I believe. I should take
2: a quick look if I can.
1: But I'm pretty sure that's right. And then you can uh, and then for that same money, you can either have that or you can have kind of have it as an expansion with lots of extra levels, which is what I'm very tempted by. Because I've got yeah. I've got the original one, um, and the upgrade cards for second edition. I kind of don't feel. The need for a bigger shinier dragon.
2: Well for uh forty five dollars you, yeah, you can, can have you, you can, can have just... Super Dungeon Legends digital.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh for sixty dollars you can have the base edition of the game um with an exclusive Kickstarter model. So sixty dollars for the boxed first edition Not bad. game. Well for sorry, for the boxed re-sculpted game with the models that come pre-glued together and the the, the new tiles, new dice, new items, everything like that. $60 is really good. Um, $150 gives you um, the uh, the campaign version with uh, a new upgrade set, Super Explore 2nd Edition, the Kickstarter exclusive model, um, the digital versions, and all the stretch goals.
0: Uh, what was that, how much is that one, sorry? That's 150
2: uh, or for the 150 you can switch out the uh, first edition for some extra expansions I like that so, that. Mm. so if you've got all that stuff already you can basically just have more Yeah. Um, then for $200 you can have the everything under the sun edition
1: everything in the whole world
2: um, including the vast amount of stretch goals that they will undoubtedly keep on adding to right to the end, oh good god that's got a lot longer since the last
1: time I saw it I looked yesterday. I think there's a lot. Yes. So if anyone mean. does
0: want to buy me Superdungeon Explore, now you know how much it costs. Just, just write into the show. Uh, uh,
2: well, actually, if it gets the six hundred thirty thousand dollars pledged, uh, everyone will get a digital painting
1: guide by Mike McVeigh.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Let's if anyone wants to buy it for me. Just. Uh, I've just gone
1: generally. for the. I've gone for the pledge. A uh, pledge a dollar to keep the door open. So when they come in with the. Um, uh, the um, plan afterwards, whatever I can then um, buy into it later. If I to
2: point yeah. this out as well, they are using the same shipping plan they used last time, which yes. was fifteen dollars for however much you want. Mm. Um, meaning that if you want to buy Super Dungeon Explorer Second Edition, it will work out as roughly fifty pounds, which for that amount of models and it is just
1: crazy. It's very they tried to send me something, and I don't know what it is. I need to wait for it to arrive. They sent, me, they sent me. an email saying we tried to send you something, but um, it was we could. It got returned. Can you confirm your address? We'll send it again. Heroes,
2: sorry, you buy the Dark Heroes pack. I'm not sure. Oh, okay, because that's what's just arrived for me.
1: Oh, maybe that's what it is. Oh, cool. Um, um, I wondered if it was something to do with um the extra stuff that I put Boltwood on the side of um, um Ninja All Stars. Uh, Ninja All stars Yeah, but I've, I had to add a few little bits of Ninja All-stars for Ninja All Stars for some of the um. Like one shot things like that for um sub dungeon. Um, oh,
2: actually, I'm just looking at the the resculpts of the heroes. They are very nice.
1: They are, aren't they? they're bigger too. I think. Yes. When you compare first and second oh, edition, they're a yeah, lot smaller.
2: And and Starfire is much improved. For instance, he actually, he is, fits, yeah. he actually fits on the rock pillar he's sitting on this time.
1: But also, he would look quite good. Yeah, I'll give you two Starfires, but if you've got the original uh, first edition and you've got this him to go with it, you would have two different Starfires. are two different Starfire cards out there, so yeah. it's different orders of magnitude of his power, so that's quite cool. Um, but I'm still thinking... I've I bid a dollar so that I can jump in with the um, Kickstarter yeah. manager, bid yeah. manager later. Yeah, they give you nearly a month to sort of upgrade your pledge, so... Um, potentially more... Um, depending on that, on that, how long it. Yeah, they release it in a month, to six weeks, and then you've usually got a month to do it as well. So yeah. So potentially it could be January, um, also, which is quite nice because they get clear to Christmas then. So I might still be able to get it, um, for the following Christmas. Um, I may still go. Well, oh, I've spent a dollar. That's not end the world. Yeah. I spent five hundred on Kickstarter this year. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Ninja All Stars, which hopefully will be here soon-ish.
2: So Alex, do you have uh, anything to add to this?
0: Uh, not specifically to do Super Dungeon. I'm gonna we're gonna go online with some video. Wait for this. This is a Good time to break it up. I liked it. That's good.
2: He hasn't put on his video, but he's muted um, his mic.
0: Hello, I'm here. Hello, you do hey, look You, you do I was probably them. I was probably speaking then, and uh, yeah, he oh, did oh, so yes, I've been painting some trench templates. Ooh, look at those. in high tech Blur-O-Vision. Right, Could
1: good. you uh, put your trousers on next time before you put in my camera on? <laughs>
0: Is that alright? Can you see them? Yes, that's <laughs> lovely.
1: <laughs> How many lollies do the children have to eat in order to be able to make that?
0: No, they're actually uh, resin. <laughs> I was enjoying my own joke there, sorry. I'm turn this video off now before it crashes the club. Yes, but you're part of it anyway. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely juggling. So, yeah, so that's pretty much what I've done. I've uh, been playing some games. I'm trying to help uh, a couple of guys down at the club get ready to for SmogCon. We're all going down together. So
1: Getting ready for SmogCon?
2: What? Are you going to be there for the uh, the PG day?
0: Hell yeah. I uh, cannot 100% confirm at this stage. However, it is the aim to be there.
1: My aim is to be there as early as I possibly can on Thursday. Yeah.
0: As soon as
2: it's about three quarters of an hour away, I, I'll probably better be there early.
1: Yeah. No, I shall get up and get my arsing gear and get up there as early as po- as humanly possible, partly to assist your good self, and then set up tables and then have uh, yeah, a yeah PG day. Yes. Uh,
2: it's going to be the one day for you. We'll be able to see more PGs playing than any other. Yeah. Um, so touch should all be uh, good fun. Um I think the p staff are over that day as well Don't
0: uh know. yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. the should be coming in that day, so yeah, depending on what time they get there there was um, there was talk
1: of a ccat presentation um on that day as well apparently
0: I, I,
2: I would like to see more of the panels this year um because I got to see one last year and that was that but was really I didn't see
1: any. I didn't see any last year, so uh, it would be good if they do. Even if they do one or two on that on that Thursday, it would be amazing because just yeah, filling time up. Yeah. And take it I'm
2: us. not sure if SmogCon is sold out or not, or not selling tickets anymore.
0: No, it looks like it's still. Uh, when I, I went on there the other day, it's yeah, still selling tickets. If,
2: if they are still available, and you haven't booked up for SmogCon, I can only advise you that you, that you do because it is a unique war machine experience. If you are in Europe, it is a massive convention. It will have PP staff there. It will have all of us looking very tired there as well, Um, and it should be, again, like last year, a phenomenal experience. Um, You can sit there and you can play War Machine from Friday morning all the way through till Sunday evening and well yeah
0: just uh, d- I'd say if w- just till dawn but that's a lie because you can play further than that
2: yes yes you can actually play right the way through the night while Kurt slowly snores at you from across the
1: hall it wasn't it was a different Hanson that was doing the snoring it wasn't me <laughs> Benji, that oh, I found
2: asleep. Oh, in the day. I think I, 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 I did actually see Mr. Hansen this last weekend, um, as he was driving around the Excel Centre, going, "There's no spaces left." It was quite funny, really. Okay, it was because it's a like a, 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 a like a thousand car car park, and he'd arrived just too late.
1: Oh dear. Yes.
2: So MCM Expo has one hundred and thirty thousand people. That car park fills up.
1: Yeah, I bet. Wow. So,
2: but yes, SmogCon.
0: yay! we should all go yes we should Alex sign us off you've listening to Ali Cadre, the podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously I've been Alex I've been Mike the what podcast just, a podcast. just a podcast. Yeah, the, pod, the
2: podcast right. the, the podcast the definite article
1: excellent I've been Kirk bye bye Nick bye.
2: To Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at Elite Cadre Podcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash Elite Cadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs.
0: A sauce, a delivery, and a something else.
2: Oh, that Wars!
0: Yes, I think Spell Wars. it will be. Done by the that, guy's time. That, that's fun. Um, I wouldn't well, play it with getting... Isabel. Pardon? I wouldn't play it with my 11-year-old.
2: Oh, God, no, 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 no. no. Uh right, where's the list of questions?
0: Oh yeah, there is quite a list as well.
2: Yes, there is. I, I was quite impressed that I managed to sort of put that out there and, and many, many people went, uh, here's some things. Like, excellent. Now I don't have something. to do any work. Yeah, just well, no, work done work by putting it out there. There we go. There
0: you go. That's work. I'm gonna have to do some work between now and next July. What? I am uh gonna be running the ETC this year. We're not on air, are we? Uh, 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 yes we are. Uh has got any viewers? no no okay well yeah if we can take that out of the final i don't know it's not it's not been kind of officially announced yet um but i've been speaking to jamie and
2: yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later yeah. i think
0: yeah uh, yeah so when do we normally start getting viewers from
2: uh it kind of varies throughout the program to be honest uh at the moment i'm just concentrating on actually picking the questions out of this stream of crap <gasps> That's there's no way to talk about
0: our loyal
2: listeners and fans Hey, if they're willing to listen to us, they're willing to listen to crap, so they're probably willing to talk it as well.
0: Oh, that's true. That is true. Is there a, is there a Kurt about? Uh, he said two seconds on um, Facebook chat a minute ago. That, that, that was me. Sorry? That was me, wasn't it? Uh, no, I believe he... Uh, where are we now? Uh, yeah, no, you put... Um, there in a minute. Uh, Kurt put, cool, I forgot, but I'm good. And then two seconds. And you've just seen it now. Okay. Yes. <sighs> right. So what's on your painting table? Oh wait,
2: no. Two cans of deodorant, uh some hair ties, uh some dice for X Wing, uh
0: a shiny rock. Nice, everyone needs a shiny and, rock
2: and some pontifrac
0: cakes. Okay. That aren't actually cakes.
2: No, they're just they're just tiny bits of licorice.
0: Delicious, delicious licorice. Um, mm-hmm. Not a, not a massive lover of licorice. Well I am, so I'm having one now. Yeah. Well, you're entitled to your opinion,
2: regardless of how wrong it may be. Licorice is fantastic. Salmiaki is even better. So what else? It? Salniaki, it's um Finnish salted licorice. It's got okay. a really high um I think it's an alkaline salt. It's not normal salt. Okay. It's absolutely gorgeous and only about ten percent of the world
0: thinks so. Okay. I sound like the fucking fermented fish that they eat.
2: Oh god no, it's not uh,
0: <laughs> what have I done with that? Fucking thing? I know, did I actually take it? Oh, there it is. There it is.
2: Are you measuring oh. Kurt as a unit of length or time?
0: What's the question, sorry?
2: Are you using Kurt as a measurement of length or time?
0: Weight, I'd say. Harsh. Length and time is, is, is the same thing though, potentially. Could be. Does he mean distance and time ta- or time? I think distance mean, and time, yes. Distance or, or, distance or time.
2: Um. Oh, there we go. There, there was one of the interesting ones. Uh, asking about um,
0: 2D terrain. Yes, yes. That's a, uh, a conversation potentially worth having.
2: It's one of those ones. I suspect there's probably going to be mm, uh, at least two different opinions in this Chat. although I don't know how serious people have their heads on
0: yeah. uh. that's a thing that is a thing uh. Uh, sorting out. The... Oh, you sound infused. Yeah, I'm just kind of sorting out my desk a little bit, and just kind of not really infused at all. Being completely honest, um, it's been hella busy today.
2: Uh, I was going to say, if you, you want to talk about having stuff to sort out, um, as you can see over here, I still have the washing rack I need to empty. So um, I, can't, I can't see because
0: I've gone out of the call. You know, oh, there we go. Oh, I can see you. Yes, hello. hello. Uh, yes, I've
2: got the washing rack sort of hereish somewhere. Okay.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. I'll turn the video back on. Oh, there's a light there. That's not so light. So This is my desk now. It's actually tidy. Good Lord. It's, that's that's that tidy for me. Um,
2: I can't believe you have a computer there. That's just
0: madness. Uh, yeah, the computer doesn't actually have an internet connection at the moment. So it's uh, basically just sits there doing things. Sometimes I watch Don't DVDs happen. at it when I'm painting. Ah. Kurt has joined us, but he's not a yes. And I have a, a box. That's my airbrush box. This is my uh, I put that on the desk when I'm airbrushing. So Kurt left the call. He's gone. He's gone. He left us. He left us. He left us. Jurassic Park quote.
2: Yep, it's good that you recognised it.
0: Yeah. <sighs> is it heavy?
2: <laughs> well, that actually, no, that that's, that that's another good one. How worried are you about bloating, War Machine and Hordes?
0: I'm worried about bloat thralls. more worried, however, about bile thralls.
2: Yes. I was going to say, that is the more natural of the two conclusions. Um,
0: uh, yeah. So, I wanted a uh, alcohol-free cider. How exciting am I doing the highlight?
2: I've okay. just had a lovely Italian cider.
0: A lovely Italian cider? Yes. It have lots of garlic in it. No. It was from Fortnum & Mason's, though, so it was uh, delightful. Sorry, excuse the ice generating machine.
2: Downstairs I also have a lovely Fortnum and Mason fruitcake, um, some Fortnum Mason marmalade, and two lots of Fortnum Mason chutney.
0: Chutney. Not chutney. Chutney. Yes. Chutney's it's a, fantastic. It's a chutney, darling. Is, is it an onion chutney? Uh,
2: no, it's two lots of... Uh, one of them's fig,
0: I think. Fig chutney. That, that's pretty, uh, pretty high highbrow.
2: I'm sure it will go delightfully with the um, the block of red less dry up in the fridge. I'm not a big
0: lover of Red Leicester.
2: I've recently gone on to it. I think it
0: works far better with burgers. I I just... I think coloured cheeses. I just... I'm not a big fan of coloured cheeses. Just... I don't know what it is. It just... It's like... Actually, the little bit of tomato juice really sets it off. Yeah, I had pasta with uh, stilton on today. Kurt, if you're talking, we can't hear you. If you're not talking, we also can't hear you. Yes, that would be how... Speech works. Ah. ah,
1: you found the button. Uh, I mistakenly unplugged my headset USB and then tried to set it all up without it being plugged in, and screwed over settings, and I had to reme I mean, fix everything afterwards. I've messed it up. Oh. Hello, hello. Don't ask me what I do for a living. I don't do that anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do well- for a living?
2: I, I did actually buy new headphones for this, I just um, haven't taken them up the box.
1: That's yet. amazing. I think that's the best, that's perfect use of new technology. Buy it, leave it at the box, gathers dust. <laughs> Send well, it to me. I,
2: I, I stood on my old Sennheisers, so they're a bit... Mm, <laughs> Squashed.
1: You really have too much money. Have you had, a, you've had your annual haircut? Or have you just got your hair tied back?
2: No, I got my hair tied back. Uh, okay. As I've taken to doing because it's just more convenient around the office.
1: <laughs> yes, I went. So are we on, we're live, aren't we? Are yes we, are we kicking off uh, what's the plan
2: well the plan is that we have some questions or comments that were submitted over twitter
1: oh dear um, lots and, and we're going to talk to them there's some new stuff on the uh, pp website there's a few bits is the well is the extoller, advocate legends of halak we didn't talk about them last time did we blood weaver uh, night witch
0: no uh, right that's uh, the, uh, um. everyone has already spoken about them though
1: well we're not everyone no that's true it I was about to ask what was the address of private press uh, it's the same as the operator, I'm giving you the number for 911. Yes.
2: Oh, Night Witch, okay, the Circle one, fine,
1: okay. You know, we don't have to, you know. We could talk about Wave 2 that isn't here yet.
2: Oh, we definitely have to talk about the Shrike. Shrike? Oh, they previewed the Death Wolves and the okay. Electromancers. Death Wolves, I missed
1: that. Is that the uh, Cavalry? And mm-hmm. I'm yeah, hand hand death, w- death Wolves have been there for a while. Electromancers, uh... did we do Hand of Judgment and Baratheon last time? I think they were there, but...
2: No, we didn't do Baratheon. So oh, okay. we've done the Glacier King so no we can do that again don't need
1: to do it again Kurt I actually proxied it and played it last night I've actually played some War Machine woo I do. almost the entire army was proxied it's amazing
2: see I've been missing my War Machine dates recently because Fridays and Mondays have just been hell so I haven't been able to played X-Wing in weeks or, or, or War Machine it's just getting me down Aww. I know and I'm unlikely to be able to do it tomorrow because my new hard drive's going to arrive, so I can fix my Mac, and it's the only time I'm going to have to do it. Oh.
0: So,
1: is your Mac leaking?
2: And, um, my, my Mac. Um, I rebooted it for the El Capitan install this morning.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I like my yeah. joke, by the way, that you ignored. Did and, I? Was it leaking? Your I it was Mac is leaking. Yeah. Rain ah, ah, that was that that was Mac. That was
0: I good. Thought it was very good. <sighs> Ooh. Oh, Kurt, you are a boy.
1: Oh, I did not like the look of um, your son's face on Facebook, Alex. That looks like he's hurt himself. Uh,
0: yeah, he's actually not hurt himself.
1: No. No, it looks like he really has, though. Yeah. It, did you burn him with the iron in the face? What have you done?
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's tissue good. paper and eyelash glue, apparently. Really? Is that all that is? That's all it is. Wow, that looks very effective. Uh, definitely, are are definitely we going his...
2: uh, Coffee Grounds and Ribena
1: again? You definitely haven't burnt his face with the iron, because that is what it looks <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: You could, uh, you, it was put up there with very little context as well. It, it could, I, mean, I mean, my mum kind of was very, very alarmed at this uh, this picture. I don't know if that was quite her reaction, but... Uh, but yeah. Sorry,
2: it, it's been too long without rustling or someone eating on the podcast, so... Uh.
0: Okay. It's usually Alex of Venice. It is, it is, but I, I got shouted at by a listener, so I don't do that anymore. Shouted at by a listener? By a listener, yeah. Okay.
2: In person, they took him aside at a tournament.
0: No, not, not quite that bad. No, no, I recall was... that, I remember now, yeah, he did say it before, yeah. There was some very uh, scathing feedback on an episode where I was eating, so... Uh, on the you YouTube
2: know, channel? channel. I, I'm not going
0: to do that again. Yeah, you are.
2: Okay. I, I should probably put these questions in some sort of order. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, so... Uh, we, we've been asked for what, cash where, to focus... why, on and with whom? Yeah. We've been asked for cash to focus on Kane. so...
1: Oh, <laughs> well, 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 what's this? Does this person have quite a lot of initials, starting with an R and ending in D?
2: <laughs> Maybe who you think it was, yes.
1: I played against that Kane last night twice. Who's this?
0: E or P? Pardon? E. Two. Who oh, are right. we talking about? He's playing against Mr. Dean. I was. Richard Dean. Last night, yeah, yeah twice.
2: Uh,
1: okay, twice so, as
0: well.
2: <laughs> the questions I've got that I'm going to put like, first to do is um, Is the competitive scene open enough to encourage new players to attend major tournaments? No. Are people lazy or is it something else?
1: Yes and no.
2: Um, this one's less of a question, more of a general one. Some chat about waiting for model releases after the book's out.
1: Oh, groan. That's still British Dean, isn't it? Yeah. Because the gargantuan's out before the glosses that came out in the previous book are coming out. Um, 2D terrain. 2D models.
2: You can have a 2D model if I can have your Glacier King and a hammer.
1: <laughs> My Glacier King is purely made out of cardboard at the moment. It yeah, still wouldn't really like a hammer too much. It wouldn't, yeah. no. Uh,
2: what new hobby spot... Uh, what new system has your hobby spot tweaking? This, of course, is the bear, who is an ADHD gamer.
0: Um... And I don't think my hobby spot does tweak or twerk. or... Oh, I was going
1: to say, he has to think about twerking, doesn't he? So I think that's what he meant. Uh,
2: I guess, you know,
0: I thought twerking as well, but.
1: Um, we all think you make twerking, babe.
2: I'm, I'm going to read this one out verbatim. How do you dabbled with Star Wars Armada? Um,
1: wh- what? We haven't dabbled. I haven't. How dabbled.
2: do you dabbled with Star Wars Armada?
1: I've done no dabbling. I've proxied the rogue ships. It's awesome. Have you, done, yeah, have you, I... tried, have you tried that? Oh, you don't play Armada, do you? No.
0: Armada armada armada
2: armada i have somewhere on my desk uh, flown in especially in a box all the way from the stage um one b-wing for armada because a, um, my I'm box came a. with an extra x-wing and not enough b-wings okay so I, I asked for them to send me a b-wing so i got a massive box in which was loads of packing peanuts in which was a small bag and just in the corner of the bag a lone b-wing wow so it's one of those moments of Oh, that's, that, that's sweet, but it seems like a complete waste of cardboard.
1: Yeah. unpacking yeah. peanuts. Yes. Um, I okay, could have got an envelope what a what a with a reasonable amount of um, bubble wrap, really, couldn't it?
2: Yeah, reasonable amount of bubble wrap being one tiny piece folded in half.
1: Well yeah, well, yeah, me moderate piece folded in three, perhaps. But even then, that still fits in an envelope.
2: I've got too many baggies from bleeding X-Wing and Armada There's everywhere. no such
1: thing, there's no such thing, there's no such thing. What, there's too many baggies? Yeah, there really aren't. Lots of armies, lots of ways to fold, have little armies in bags already and stuff cards in bags
2: I mean I keep thinking I found it but it turns it to be like things like it's um, Sturgis's weapon set from the Kickstarter and all sorts oh, of what did
1: you back um, um, uh, SDE yes I have backed SDE what, which, which did you back the middle one with they because you've already got everything already the $200 one Oh fuck! I want everything.
2: Everything. What? Everything.
0: What's but you your, your own, first edition. But I'd like oh, a... Super Dungeon.
2: Also, there's a new Starfire model. Right. I just trust because this is this is this is all things we can be talking about on a podcast. True. This is gold. Uh, well, actually, no. That can be um, new sp- system. has your hobby spot tweaking? That's yeah. it. That's what I mean.
1: Okay. Fair enough. So I've got my, I've got so I've got um, books okay. are on my painting desk too as well.
2: There, there, there we go. So what do you not understand about? Stop talking
1: about Super Dungeon. There is the B wing.
2: Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Look at his shine! Look at his shine!
1: Ridiculous! You two don't watch enough uh, Boosh, I've decided.
2: I've occasionally watched Boosh. Um, yeah. It's
1: look quite look funny. It to shine. It's good. I can't hit myself most of the time till I do that.
2: Spider-Man keep print, keeps making weird noise which scrapes against the wall. Spider-Man. It's annoying. Spider-Man. Do, 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 do.
1: Have we got any uh, listeners on YouTube? No. Good. Uh, what he said. Yes, quite.
2: Uh, okay, should we... Um... Why not? Are we ready to go? Yeah. Are we, are we happy with the format of the show?
1: We don't no. know what it is. We'll make it up. Okay. We, don't, we don't understand what a format is. We're fine. Yeah. It, it, it's where you get rid of all the data on a just Kurt? No. <laughs> is that right? I'll yeah. write that down.
2: Yeah, that's what my Mac did this morning.
1: I don't no. Know it it it? <laughs> oh, no. format it.
2: Oh, I got to the El Capitan installer and it said, you ain't got a hard drive, mate.
1: Oh, dear.
2: Yeah. That's why there is a 500 gig SSD in the post
1: right now. <laughs> that driver's issue, though, was it? Or not? Was that a Windows interpretation?
2: Uh, n- no, no, no. I rebooted to install El Capitan.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's the point where... because oh, it was it, was trying to re- it was trying to read a section of the disc that hadn't been read in a while uh, and just went, no. The, the head of- spiralled
1: downwards start- in a kind of second world war airplane into the ground. Yeah, yeah kind of crash.
2: Yes. The start of your disc has gone. And oh. I went, oh, then I tried to repair it and it said... You need no, no, no. more space than you have to repair, which is odd, considering I've got 20 gig free. I, think
1: I might be the head buried into the disc at some point. Mm, quite possibly, but
2: we'll get there. Okay. So, th- before we start as well, the new models I've got, if you want to bring them up,
1: are the uh Ex-door
2: Advocate, uh,
1: Legends of Halak. He's pretending to paint again. Can you hear him? Mm. it?
2: Awesome. He's probably painting a bust or something. <laughs> um. Anyway... Well, the Bloodweaver Nightwitch. Witch, the, Shritch,
1: uh, the Death Wolves. Baratheon sounds like it should come out of Game of Thrones. Yes. Mm.
2: but it's Barathrum, and the House is Baratheon, so close yeah. enough. It's very close. House uh, Viral Electroactors, Baratheon, and Hand of Judgment, Excellent. which looks like every other Menoth Jack ever.
1: That's such, no, not, that's not true.
2: All the character ones, it's like it, 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 it's a slightly more fiddly version of a normal this one, with, one. This
1: one is a different. This is entirely this is entirely, this is, a, this is a, um, a Guardian with lots of other bits
0: on. It's different. Did we, um, have you mentioned the Shrike, the Electromancers?
1: Ha <laughs> you trolling fuck.
0: <laughs> and Hand of Judgment. I didn't hear those mentioned. <laughs> yes. What about the Nith Swordsmen and Archers? How new are they? No one cares.
1: No, okay. their the re releases. I know they resculpts, but you know they're still
0: weird. Yeah, weak. but they're they're you are thinking what's quite nice. The new swordsman. Well, I say quite nice. Nicer than the I old know, ones. That, that, Alex, would you
2: like to talk about them?
0: Yeah. Okay. Wait I'll then. put them on the list then. You happier? Don't forget to put the electromancers on there as well.
2: Oh no, I forgot that.
1: Um, how we could see how many of us will be retired when Wave Two Mara comes out?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you saddened me.
1: Well, you just kind of you allow like three, four months. You think like okay, in fancy flight, you'll be late. It'll be then, and then it even goes beyond that. We can discuss this later. Yeah, I do, Yeah, <coughs>
0: like a bad Kickstarter.
1: Have you seen the date for SDE? Um, the new SDE, December thousand and sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's realism for you. Yeah, never forget it ever. they have fu- they
2: finally learned, right? Ah, Alex like returns.
0: Yes, I don't know why, but my phone decided to uh, throw me out.
1: Excellent. It has good taste. Hmm. <sighs> what was that you opened? Was that... I can't, I can't! What? What was that you opened? It was a can of Coke. It was. I can't, I can't!
2: So, uh, sadly not another Italian
1: cider. No, I'm not. I've got apple uh, juice, fizzy water, pseudo cider. It's cider that's not ready yet. It's, yeah, it's kind of it's pretending, and uh, it serves the purpose without any alcohol. Because I'm trying to be better at not drinking in the week. Are you succeeding? Um, this week less so, but the previous two I did. But this week um, not as well. Not as successful.
2: Oh good, my my iPad's locked upside down. That's that's nice. Lovely. Oh, my new hard drive shipped. Excellent. Yeah,
1: excellent.
2: Delivery date to tomorrow,
1: which is wow, good. I've ordered a new. Yeah, it's quite... Is that, was that an eBay or was that... No,
2: that's Amazon.
0: Oh,
2: I, I did a check for the price on multiple places and Amazon just turned out to be the cheapest. Oh, cool. Uh, I've got a Samsung 850 Evo 500 gig hard drive. Okay. It should hopefully make my Mac super quick.
1: Yeah, but also...
2: And, you know, actually work.
1: <laughs> yeah, that too. So,
2: to fair, but <laughs> the Mac it's going into is a late 2008 model MacBook.
1: Yeah, but time and... Mod- and. Uh, f- hardware upgrades, it's not what it was, is it? You can can run kit that's that old these days.
2: Oh, God, yeah. Well, there's... uh, It's got 8 gig of RAM in it already.
1: Um, This thing's just things aren't changing like they used to. It's just kind of. Uh, I know my quad-core tower here, the thing next to me is going to be thinking of the path because it uses too much electricity and kicks up too much heat. I need something to replace it at some point. But oh, just if somebody gets if somebody gets Plex working on a Raspberry Pi reliably, I think it will get it will get retired.
2: Oh, see, I've got uh, next month a hundred and forty odd quid bit of kit Ooh. coming along that is going to be a, a Plex
1: server. Oh, uh, what is it? A NAS that runs Plex?
2: Yes, it's Ooh. um oh uh, Ready NAS. Oh, Netgear think uh, 140 quid it's a four bay nas uh two network usb3 eSATA. um apparently if you're it, it because it's a sort of prosumer level um yeah, it's fine for, the home, for the home user the interface is terrible oh. but if you know what you're doing it's fine um and it's 140 quid but i have four i just found, two, I just found it
1: on um on, on amazon
2: yeah i've got four 250 gig Drives oh, and lying
1: round. That's 140 quid without any drives. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I can just basically smack those in, get 750 storage for now um, with RAID six, I think.
1: Parity striped. RAID six. Parity striped.
2: Um, six is double parity, isn't it? Can't remember.
1: Can't remember that looking. Yeah. F- five, but yes, yeah, so it's, it's parity with some other step up yeah. of it, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, Whoa. parity parity striped is ten. Six is double parity. Ten is one and zero. It's one and zero, yes. Yeah. 10 isn't really 10, is it? It's 1 and 0. It's mirrored and striped. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah. We'll just oh, I'm, I'm sure this is thrilling uh, listening to. Let's not uh, go that uh, geeky over raid. <laughs> I had to ask I interview. I, I asked the interview um, for for a, a technical architect post um, a last uh, a month or two ago, and I asked questions about RAID, thinking you should know this. And we had a guy in who was a storage specialist. He started answering like, "You clearly know way more about RAID than I do."
2: I was going to say, you, "You do realize that part of my job involves RAID, or
1: well, I like know you. Well, You're getting to the point where you do far more about storage than me as well. <laughs> I understand it. I can be. I built sands and stuff like that. You know, I've done the big boy stuff, but I don't do any more. I know a very
2: specialised
1: system, right? So, uh, but the principles are fairly universal. be nice. Having having you worked on different kinds of sounds, the principles. are, Oh, okay. The drives there as well. The basic principles are yes, but there's because of they're the perspective. They're at. about perspective, though, aren't they? They're about yeah. um, they do think they do they represent specific processes in different ways. But actually, what they do, what they're achieving with ice or fibre or whatever else, is the same same achievement. They're just doing yes. It
2: yeah, I will say having moved into our new lab as well in the new building. My god, that thing's
0: loud. Um, Chaps, I need uh, to break up this uh, love fest, but uh, this which, time best spent. Yeah, should probably get on casting, with it. Uh,
2: Which cane yeah. do we want to do? Which what, Sorry, which
1: cane do we want to do? Have we not at either before? Don't
2: think so. Uh, let me have a look.
1: Maybe we should do the first one then if we haven't done either of them.
2: Uh, Kane does not show up in a search of Elite Cadre. My... And I normally put the uh, spelling and outcaster in the name of the episode. Oh. For just that reason, actually. Uh, actually, that's true. I thought
0: you had a fancy spreadsheet.
2: I, I did, did, but there was an uh, addition of so many uh, warcasters that it's very out of date and needs editing. Can't find my signal book, you know? You. Or, yeah, that's
1: what I'm going to have to do. If I can't see it. Is that it? I found it. I got a book with papery stuff. I found a picture of Cara Sloan and went, oh, I like her. Well, what did you play against the other night, Cup? e Twice.
2: Well, I've been playing e recently, so we might as
0: well go with that one.
1: Alright. Do you want to bring us back, Alex?
0: Well, so,